Streaming only on Peacock. John Wayne Gacy killed 32. Straight from the killer's mouth. They want you to believe that I alone committed these murders. The new gripping six-part documentary series, John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. Konnichiwa! Minasan, konnichiwa! How are we all doing today? <laughs> Genki dena! Who's ready for their ABC exercises? Hi! All right. A for... All right, fuck. All right, we're done. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Kiki. We had a week off because I was on vacation, have a little bit of R&R, and we had no extra time to record. So I apologize, go men, for that. But luckily, the, our two-parter was able to give us a proper upload schedule on another network so we're actually on schedule that like we're all caught up uh i am matt i am your host tonight and to join me the weeaboo the newbie of the anime world four years way 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 down below me as i am the senpai here even what's up anime dote kun no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm good bro what's up uh how much uh as I said, we, we, we took a little break. Uh, we're now excited to be back. And mm-hmm. uh, for all of you lovely people here. <laughs> I missed recording, dude. Seriously, I, I, us- I, I did too, yeah. We just I just did not have time. I did, there was no other schedule to get and to get everything uploaded in time. Yeah, so. <laughs> it feels good for me personally to be all caught up on anime. Like, I'm literally all, all caught up. I've seen everything that we're going to talk about today. You're the yes. one that hasn't seen a couple of things that we're going to talk about, so I can't. Uh, yeah, the know. only thing I have not seen was the My Hero. So, and you, did you see Slime? I'm not on Slime. You don't watch Slime. I don't watch Slime. Oh god damn it, dude. Yeah, no. Nah, it, it was like one of those too late for me when it was like almost over. <laughs> oh, I mean, but you can still binge it because it's only fucking thirty uh, episodes. But I got, I got, I prefer fruit fruits baskets if I'm going to binge something right now. <laughs> Fair. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you on that. Yeah. You watch it back, especially since, especially, especially since that's over. Cry your eyes out to it, please. Yep. Uh, I, I'll, I'll think about slime. We'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. If it, if it gets lighter, sure. We'll, we'll see. Maybe a couple episodes a day. I mean, this season's gonna be the lightest season of the year because the rest of the, the rest of the seasons are gonna be fucking crazy, bro. Some uh, fall going into, into winter, it's just gonna get be banger after banger after banger, dude. So. You right, know, right. It's time to be binging shit. You know, it's gonna be at some point during this bitch. Like, I, I need to watch JoJo coming up because I know in 2022. Um, right. You know, and I, I've been watching JoJo since fucking like last like November, I think, and I still haven't. Right, that's, that's still that's been still so many seasons. Bad. I mean, yeah, but I binged, I binged like three seasons of JoJo, and then like I just <laughs> fell off a cliff because of all the seasonal shit that's going on. Like, dude, I watched 60 different anime last year in 2020 due to the pandemic i'm already at fucking let me go to my list where am i at right now on this shit just now as of july i'm at 59 dude 59 different titles like that's all right fucking it's a lot that i'm like i'm watching and they're all mostly seasonals all of them are all mostly seasonals if they're not all seasonals in movies that's it right so. right okay uh hold on one second uh, we are we have a definitely a big show planned for y'all all of you lovely people uh, we got some news. We got uh, a couple of continuations to review and then a movie. And then we're going to talk about the summer stuff to close it off. <laughs> uh, Less than. Uh, 
Less we got like we four. got a great show. Uh, we're gonna start with some disappoint, uh, depressing news. Uh, mm-hmm. So we we apologize for this in advance, but um, uh, be done. I, I'll I'll show how it got developed first, like before the end, like the the free partner. <laughs> uh, mm. First up, uh, the misfit, the uh, yeah, the misfit of Demon King Academy, uh, the manga. First, it was on a indefinite hiatus due to. Uh, Kaya Haruka, the illustrator creator of the manga version of this series, uh, was terminally ill. So they put on a hiatus for her health, and then eventually, um, yeah, eventually it got canceled due to how terminal she was. And then eventually uh, she passed away on, I believe, July the 7th. So they announced on July the 7th that they're taking a break, knowing that she had already passed. Dude. Yeah, That's I think, the like, days, yeah, like days later, like. No, that day they announced on oh. the day that she died that it's on right. a, on a hiatus, and then a week later they announced she died. And then I think they mentioned—I don't know if they mentioned it or if it was mentioned in the news that she had passed away on the seventh, which is the day that they announced that it was on hiatus. So they would have known already for a week that she was already passed away. Which is, you know, I don't—I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's not my business because it's not my family member, or not my, not my production or any of that shit. But it—it's it, definitely odd that they would do that. But regardless, we here at uh, Talk to Keki do uh, share yeah. our condolences with uh, with her family and uh, with all the fans of that manga. Um, did you ever watch the anime? Yeah, I did. It, it made it to yeah, it made it to my uh, top twenty five. My top twenty five last year. I, you know, I like yeah, it. It, it was it was at the very bottom, like the first the first set, like the first set of five. Yeah, I never. I don't really do a top twenty five, but. I didn't rank it very high. It was good. It was entertaining. Enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, if I if looking I forward to season two. Yeah, but, if, if uh, I did just top twenty, it wouldn't be on there. Be an honorable mention, but since I did uh, uh, the twenty five, like it made like it just barely made it. Real quick sidebar: Why is it that like when people pass away, somebody else that's like maybe close to the author doesn't pick it up and give it a decisive end? Because now with her being passed away, you know we're not ever gonna get an ending to to Demon King. So it's like, well, no, you know, well, 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 no, uh, the light novel's still going. That's what it originally is. So there was a light novel. Yeah, and, and someone, and someone wanted to, and well, someone wanted to make a manga version of it. That's how Shield Heroes. There's like, there's a lot of variants of the light novels, and mm-hmm. then eventually got turned to a manga. And then the manga got eventually. Yeah, the, we have the manga. So then, why can't they get a, a new mangaka? Is what I'm kind of asking for for, for Misfit. Yeah, for any of these, you know, I mean, we well, have the same I, problem I, with Hunter, I, Hunter, I, Hunter, I, and others, you know, right? Well, I think just out of respect, like, like that's theirs, unless they have permission to do it. I mean, they should. That's what I'm saying. Somebody should try and see. I mean, you know what? I'm just being selfish at this point. This yeah. comes off as I don't normally care what it comes off as. Fuck you guys. But, I'm just <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, I, just, I don't know. That's always my personal thought on it. Like, I just wish there was somebody that would like pick it up because it's a shame yeah. that we won't be able to get that. And yeah. you know, obviously they have to be selective. You know, make sure they pick up somebody that'll do it right. Do the do the do that that right. artist justice. But I don't right. know. That's my two cents. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's still a shame, and we here offer our condolences for the family and loved ones. Indeed, and the fans too. Yeah, the real the fans, fans too. Yeah, so all you guys who had that follow the manga or just the manga. Uh, like I said, there's still a light novel for those that read that. So, uh-huh. uh, anyway, I, one more set of bad news. This one isn't as bad, but it's still like, uh, uh-huh. Shield Hero is no longer going to be part of the uh, fall season of this year. It's got moved to, to spring, spring 2022. 20. Yep. 
and that's a shame. But you know, I'm not even that upset because it was supposed to come so out much. in the fall, so and it was it was in- incredibly stacked. So you know what? I'm kind of happy, not even going front, that it happened that yeah. way. So, like, 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 there's so much. Out. There's so much that is so good coming out in fall, as it's like, uh, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough call, basically, of what's gonna be like the best out of that bunch. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be one of the most competitive seasons I personally have ever seen. And, I, you know, like I said, like you said, I'm fairly new to the game, only four years in. But, goddamn, you know, that's going to be some shit, boy. Well, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about that once the summer's over. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves because we still got a lot of it may be a little lighter, but we still got a full set. Like even stuff we added that we didn't intentionally intend to add. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, so back to uh, let's go ahead and get to some lighter news. Um, let me lead off with this one. Yes, uh, Konosuba, my yes. favorite anime of all time because I pissed myself laughing over and over and over when I binged it during the summer last year during the pandemic. Konosuba announced uh, earlier this week, or no, I'm sorry, late last week, sorry, that um, they are going to have an anime project. Uh, they haven't come out and said what it is, so we don't know whether it's another movie, we don't know whether it's a season three. I'm hoping it's to season three but i'll take whatever i can get because i fucking adore this fucking hilarious show right now like and this was this was on my birthday too so happy birthday to me <laughs> i said happy birthday Matt. i know i know this because i said it like an anime character Yes, you should have seen I me. I did the little peace sign too in front of my in front of me. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, I am excited. Uh, I'm definitely gonna yeah. It's Kosubos that is gonna be uh, is a must watch for me. I need to watch that first before Fruits Baskets, especially depending on when this gets released. We don't know when. Uh, most likely next year, with the sound of it. But it's good that everything. Is actually getting stuff like from the Isekai Quartet. Like you got Shield Hero next year. You got we already had ReZero season two part two, Overlord with season four, Sakatai the Evil with season two confirmed, and then an OVA released a couple days ago. Which we should review. Did you, you saw it, right? Uh, I didn't get a chance to, so no, we'll we'll let you talk. Oh, we'll God let damn. you talk about it. You want to save it for when you've seen it? Because we got a few things that we gotta save for you. Like I said, I ha- I haven't watched the show, so Oh, you haven't watched it? All right, then I'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, that's we'll, cool. we'll talk that's about cool. it uh, during uh, the set of reviews. Okay, I'll add it under Josie. Yes. Uh, anyway, it. fantastic news in je- overall. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. especially for the Kona Super fans. Uh, more positive news. Uh, first, uh, next month will be the end of Jojo Lion, which is the part eight of the Jojo manga, which has been for many years now. I think almost 10 years. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and they're finally going to do part nine, which is called Jojo Mama. Mm. Uh, we don't know if it's going to continue right away once the part eight is over, but it's all it's just, it is just a continuation of part eight, like no, like not just separate character. Like it's still Jojo Lion just as part nine. So there's more to tell for the part nine story. <laughs> so I guess it's similar from um, what's it called? Um, how they did the spinoff from uh, Diamond is Unbreakable to Kashibi Rohan, where they had the same characters, right? Right, but this is like, a, but it's not a spinoff, it's an actual thing. It's still uh, Josuke, like part A Josuke, or Joe 2K. Jesus Christ, I don't know all the story, I don't, and it just... Uh, One and, does not simply explain JoJo. 
Shit, for real, tell me about it. I still need, like I said before, I think, we said it off air? Or no, I said it during air. What the fuck am I saying? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was saying, yeah. You're getting yeah. old, bro. Fucking hell. Ah. But uh, I've held off on the Part 8 manga until it was completely done. Uh, now I can actually re- read it all at once. Uh, part 7 manga, uh, Speedball Run, that's great. You're going to love that whenever that gets animated. And uh, True. Uh, di- yeah, didn't you have news for Bell, the movie Bell? Um, oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, Bell is doing fantastic. Bell is number one in the theaters right now. Let me see if I can pull it up on uh, Crunchyroll quick because I posted it earlier in the day. Um, I may not be able to pull it up anymore because it might be passed. I don't know. Let me see real quick. Here it is. Bell, number debuts at number one with an impressive 1.85 billion yen. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. That's going to Hathaway's 1.85 billion yen in this sixth week. My bad. It debuted number one this week with 890 million yen. That's approximately, uh, uh, looks like, let me see. Let me read the actual beginning. It says, um, Mamoru Hosanda's much-awaited much new film was released in 416 theaters across Japan on Friday, July 16th, then earned 680 million yen, which is equivalent to 6.2 million U.S. dollars on 459,000 admissions on its first Saturday and Sunday, making an impressive number one debut for its opening with a total of 890 million yen, which is probably the equivalent of like 8-point-something million us dollars which is really good for a japanese anime movie um and so yeah it's basically long story short for those who don't know bell is basically japan's version of beauty and the beast in anime form and i can't wait till they release it hopefully in the u.s at some point so i could definitely watch it right 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 but uh but yeah uh great news for that uh i don't know when we're getting it you know, also, um, I think Ernie posted a shout out to Ernie. Ernie posted this in the in the group that they debuted it the day before on that Thursday at the Canes Music Festival. At the end of this, at the end of the film, it received a 14 minute standing ovation. That's yeah, that's that's great. Uh, that's I'm excited. I, I hope we get it this year. I but, doubt uh, it. I doubt it. It's probably it'll probably be like January, or February, if anything. Fuck it, I'm still gonna watch it. And we'll review oh, yeah, no, it here. No. Oh, yeah, once, the, yeah, once we're able to get it, we'll watch it, even if it's the feeders or something. But we'll we'll find a way mm-hmm. for you, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Legal way, legal way, because we legal. don't yeah, believe we, in the we, su- Support, support your anime. Support the support the industries. You cheap motherfuckers. Exactly. Even if you gotta watch High Dive, which is terrible dub. <laughs> I fucked up. Did you? Did I? Did I fucked up? No, I'm just saying fucked up. Oh, I've already said you fucked up. <laughs> no, I said no. Fuck dub. Fuck dub. Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm saying like the they it comes on my Facebook advertisement. The high dub. They had to check out all these great dubs. And they showed redo the healer dub. You don't redo the healer, <laughs> bro. I can't. You know, I really am excited to try and get a high dub sub at some point because there's so many different animes. Like not only that, there's a bunch of um. There's there's a few exclusive subs. Yeah, uh, they, I don't watch. Just finding uh, time to buy it. I watch Clanad. I had a 30 day trial. I did watch Clanad on there. And I mean, there's okay. a bunch of anime that I want to watch. Um, I, a bunch of Yuri anime, um, a bunch of rom coms, um, and then um, things like Redo the Healer. And uh, one of the new anime that we're not going to be reviewing, but I will watch at some point. Um, I think it's a uh, the house uh, dormitory, like house mother yes. dormitory. Yeah, right. right. Um, yeah. that looks hilarious and super etchy. And they have an uncensored version, and so I'll be looking forward to watching that whenever the hell I get a high dive. Yeah, so. th- yeah. I, I know there was a there, there was one Marte posted that I was curious about. That uh, what was that depressing one? called the article it's not depressing but um it's um god damn it um ah fuck uh shoujo uh higeki shoujo or something like that higeki 
Kageki Shoujo. It, it's something, it's like something Eki Shoujo. I know that much. I mean, I could look it up. It's not that damn difficult. Give me two seconds. Ichi, Ni, San, Yon, Shi, Rok, Nana, Hachi. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kageki Shoujo. There we go. It took me 11 seconds for it. Yeah, I've, 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 I've heard great stuff about it. So I read the plot, and it's just not something I'm interested in. But I did read that article that Marte posted. Shout out, Marte. And it definitely intrigued me because it is something that you and I kind of appreciate and like when it comes to darker themes of anime that are really sad, especially involving girls and, and the not-so-nice yeah. Hell, it might be wondering, right? but actually good. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'll I'll leave my mind open to it. You watch it. Right. You let me know. And then if it seems like you know something that I would enjoy, you sell it to me, and I'll probably watch right, it because. Well, yep. You know. uh, there, there's no. I don't think there's new episodes on Wednesdays, right? That we normally watch. Uh, uh for you, I watch Sukumichi on Wednesdays. I have an anime show every day. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll check. If there's nothing, yeah, if I got nothing to watch tomorrow, then I'll probably binge those couple two to three episodes. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays for me are light, and then Monday through yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday is nothing. So, I mean, I have Slime Tuesday, Sukumichi Wednesday, Scarlet right. Next. I mean, I mean for so me, just, I, like, like for me, I have nothing on Tuesday. There you go. So, so that helps me. So that's that could be like a binge day for me. All right, there you go. There you go. All right, and speaking of uh, one more set of news before we close this part off of it. Um, for those that are aware, about five days ago, B Star season two, which was a technically a winter. Anime for 2021 got released uh, globally on Netflix, mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and due to how popular it was, because uh, I, I love what it sounded like you said doo doo, doo to fucking juvenile here. <laughs> uh, I mean, bro, my fucking uh, headshot is Kazuma for this fucking uh, anime right, uh, right. thing. So I mean, what did so you expect? Do you, so do you yell out "Give me Shako" to people? Yeah, I do. All right, very good, good man. Uh, but yeah, anyway, with how popular it's got the the manga series is and the anime itself, we are getting a third season. Uh, I feel like this might be the last one. The, I know the manga is over. I guess it depends on how many episodes we have uh, for season three. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't watched season two yet. We are going. I am going to review it next week to see. Yes, yeah, to, to see if it holds up. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. I just and can't get into animals, man. Animals and androids for me fall in the same like category. It just I don't know. I mean, it, you would think anime is kind of just so crazy, like I, it shouldn't matter. But for me, it, I feel like I feel like it does. It just doesn't hit right. When, well, when I, I, I love well, I love be the androids, but as for the animals, uh, this is stuff my friends recommended. So mm. outside that, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I've got that recommendation a bunch of times too, and it's just like, yeah, ah, yeah. And then I actually read the manga. First, after those recommendations, and I found out yeah. the the there was season one on Netflix. Okay, then I actually watched it, and it was actually good. It's like okay, you know what? Let's uh, let's keep going, and uh, so we'll see how how much they cover in this arc for season two. Mm -hmm, if we get a good mm -hmm. idea on if there's going to be one more season or maybe more, we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, very happy for the creator of B Stars having uh having their series get more get more positive feedback. I believe that covers the news for now. And with that, it's time to pay our bills. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back on Talk to Kiki Radio. All righty. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. 
with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, we're back, everyone. Tadaima! All righty. Uh, time for our next topic. We're going to have uh, the continuation series uh, reviews, um, and then we're going to talk about the movie we saw last week for you lovely people. We're going to save that the best for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So real quick, been... before we do that, before we do that, real quick, let me just go the because we mentioned Tanya the Evil real quick. Uh, Tanya the Evil did come out with a new OVA um, over the last couple weeks. Oh, it's available on Crunchyroll exclusively. Um, it was pretty good uh, considering it was very lighthearted. It was very short too. It was only sixteen minutes. Normal episodes normally around you know anywhere from. 21 to 23 minutes um it's short 16 minutes but it was very lighthearted. um the gang is sent some flavorless pasta and during their recon missions um in the desert they attack all of the enemy um uh like ammo depots and coincidentally they all happen to have different uh things to make amazing pasta so they they got wine from one they got basil and oregano from another they got tomato sauce from another it's kind of funny when you really look at it but at the end of the day, they're able to make a um, a wonderful pasta pasta dinner um, throughout the show, um, considering they're all in the uh, desert in 1925. So, um, yeah, like I said, very lighthearted. Gave it three stars. It's a fun little watch. You know, something to break up your uh, your your monotonous routine if you have one for anime or something to get you excited for the new season of Tiny and Evil that's coming out uh, next year. Like we're all any of the fans are looking forward to. So, that's my two cents on that. All right, very good. And then uh, you saw the new My Hero Academia. I didn't get a chance to yet, so mm-hmm. if you want to talk about that briefly, go ahead. It's a beach episode. Oh, good. I'm glad I didn't watch. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, it's, so basically, everyone heard, like, it's a beach episode, so it must be filler, right? Not quite. So basically, it, yeah, it's a beach episode because of the fact that the girls are on the beach. Basically, the episode centers around Uraraka and, uh, and um, Froppy, Uravity and Froppy. Uh, <clears throat> they are uh, in the um, in their work study, and they're summoned by um, the seal hero, the one who taught um, Froppy in the <coughs> excuse me in the previous work study. And so basically, um, one of the things that happened, one of the many events that's happening in the the villain world is there was an explosion of a, of a drug uh, plant called Trigger um, in the forest, and it caused a massive wildfire, the biggest wildfire in Japan's history, according to the, the episode. And so one of the things that happened with the wildfire is the chem- the chemicals that were supposed to be used to make it disappeared. They were taken out before the big fire happened. So they happened to find them out on the sea, and the episode is basically about them trying to recover. Um, and at the same time, Froppy and Yudarapa are... Um, What's it called? Are you know trying to go plus ultra and go um, you know above and beyond, and so um, they end up saving the day and they recover the drugs and all's well that ends well. And we see Uravity uh, uh, think of Deku and not give up, and, and as well as be equally shy because she likes him and hasn't admitted it yet. So cute little story. It's not a filler episode. It's right. just because okay. of the fact it doesn't get as much hype because of the fact that it's not the big three. It's not Endeavor. It's not um, uh, what's it called Shiraki, the fucking the villain. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Well, it's not anything to do with them, but it's still a worthwhile episode. You know, if you like my hero, watch it. If you don't give a fuck, then whatever. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. And now the stuff that we have watched. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Now, first we're gonna start with uh, Two Year Eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, that whole axe to the face. Let's just start with that. 
Yeah, fucking what oh a my nice God. ass bro. All right. So anyway, uh, for the people that know, he, he's at a prison type of a, type type of ordeal. He's now in this island, and he has to fight to the death to get those to save Granny. He wants to save Granny. Pron, yeah. And he pretty much has to live. He's like, okay, I can't die, so this is fine. You so, see somebody get chopped in half and throws up. That's lovely. Yes, and uh, he's ready to fight. He gets trampled by everyone who's killing each other. And that poor ring announcer who got shot with an arrow while he was talking. <laughs> Did you see afterwards and the next day they had yeah, like armed yeah, guys else. this girl? <laughs> I was like, what the shit? Like, what the shit? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of fucking um, of Ragnarok when the fucking guy gets blown up or something. And then he like, he's right, like, right, 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 right. Except this guy can't come back because he's uh, the fucking uh, foosh. But yeah. But yeah, that, but yeah, that shit was crazy. And uh, but yeah, again, like he gets he gets hit with all these weapons, impaled, sliced, axe, sword, and he's just like, I'm I'm alive, type of ordeal. And the guy's like, Oh my god, I forgot, I'm hungover. Uh, and he fucking kills over. He's like, Nope, this ain't happening. So screw you all. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, he's like, Okay, where's where's the lady? He's like, No, you can't. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Tunari, the girl, the yeah. the little girl, the new one. Yeah, the bitch. Yeah, that one. Like, oh yeah, uh, this is basically a prison. People die if you try to steal because we're very limited resources. Join us, and then you can eventually get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like her at all. She's a bitch. Definitely not a fan of her. But the big shock is that night. So basically, he finds right. out the truth about how he was kidnapped and him and Pioran. He finds out about Pioran. Um, and what happened in Yanome, and that's the reason why they got, uh, they they basically got Puran, which makes more sense. I can understand that. Um, but yeah, Fushi basically is a casualty because of that. So they're trying to say, Fushi, stick with us, stick with us. And he's like, no, fuck you guys. I can't believe I'm here. Da, da, da. I just want to see Puran, whatever. He goes his own way. So he ends up sleeping behind a wall of some sort in some building. And we see someone that looks like from Yanome come over and sniff him. Like, okay. And then this person licks him. Which is very creepy. Super fucking no, creepy. No, no. You don't know who that is? Yeah, and we find out later on that's fucking yeah. uh, P- Panora. Perona, Perona, Perona. No, uh-huh. that's, Hi- that's Hayase. Hi- Hayase. Oh, the, oh the, the bitch that got fucking sliced in half by Perona. Right? No, like, no, the one that wanted to, kid- that wanted to sacrifice March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the, the one that got clawed. Yeah, the one that got clawed when he was a bear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that now, was yeah, super now, super yeah. creepy. Yeah, super now, yeah, she's now obsessed with Fushi. <laughs> super fucking creepy. Like that face, bro. She got her whole long ass tongue on his cheek, and he's like knocked the fuck out. And she just has this fucking like demented ass look on her face. That creeped me the fuck out when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Again, because she just she's now obsessed with. Him. She wants to have a baby with Fushi to have a, this immortal being as uh, a baby. I didn't know that. What yeah, the well, that that's a spoiler for you people. Sorry. <laughs> Wow, so she's gonna try and get Fushi's nut? Yeah, she Isn't has a cult. That's right. She has a cult that worships Fushi. What the fuck? I wonder if Fushi's and ever busted a nut though. Can he bust a nut? He should be able to, because he's able to. He's able to like grow. Like if he stays in that body for too long. Yeah, even, but, but but if he changes his back, then that's it. But, but I, he I don't... all the time. That's the thing though. Yeah. I, and I how old? How old was the boy when he died? Like 13, 12? He but he wasn't that old. Which one? The the original boy, the one who, who yeah, became, he was like what twelve thirteen. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I guess he must have been had what dreams by then, but still. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, we but, we definitely are digressing. Let's move. Let's keep on going. 
<laughs> yeah, and and then uh, during the next one on one fight, uh, he turns to Parana. He does. Yeah, um, is she dead? Like, cause my... no. Or... So what? I think was it you or somebody else that I saw that wrote that basically um, he was trying to think of what to do, what to do. So l- let me backtrack. Let's let us backtrack real quick. So he's he's in his second round fight with this like old crazy guy. And he's trying to talk him down, trying to talk him down, like, you can't beat me. Please stop. I don't want to hurt you. Da da da. And he's just attacking, attacking, attacking. Fight me, fight me, fight me. The crowd's like, fight him, fight him, fight him. And he's right. like confused. He's like, I don't know what to do. He turns into he turns into uh the wolf and pins him down, but then lets him up because he feels sorry for the guy. And he turns into goo goo and spits off a ring of fire, which is really cool, but that right. doesn't really affect the dude. So he's panicking. Fushi's panicking, like, I don't know what the fuck to do, I don't know what to do. And he's thinking what to do, what to do, what to do. And he thinks of March. But he can't turn into March because the knockers have the March form. Right. So when he starts thinking about the past, he comes up with Parana and he turns into Parana. So basically he can, as he as as he stated before, he can he can basically recreate anything that has stimulated him. So the fact that he recognized that Parana was able to stimulate him in that moment when he was thinking of March was probably right. okay. why he turned into March. And so with a nice swift kick, um, he, uh, what's it called old man attacks. She dodges and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so light because she's a, a young skinny girl." And he fucking karate kicks the shit out of the guy, knocked him unconscious, and he moves on to the second round. Meanwhile, we have the crazy fucking uh, Yanome bitch looking fucking looking at uh, what's it called Fushi with her crazy ass to end the episode. But yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely just interesting episode. Uh, next week is definitely going to be crazy with this fight. Uh, especially mm-hmm. when he eventually gets to Hayase. Yeah, because she also uh, is in, She's in it. And she wrecked face in her group. So. Oh, yeah. No mercy. <laughs> yup. Yup. All right. So, can we get to Tokyo Revengers? <laughs> yes, we, we can talk uh, to Tokyo. We, yeah, since we missed a week, uh, a lot of shit happens. Yes, indeed. So, we're going to talk about both of them. <laughs> First off, fucking. This guy's an idiot. Fucking uh, Takamichi's an idiot because of the fact that oh, the yeah. whole reason why this whole thing happened most likely is because of the fact that he punched this dude unfucking provoked in the face. Right, exactly. That's uh, we're, literally we're, why we're, he hates we're, we're gonna get to that in just a second. Oh my god! Dude. Uh, he comes. Shit, I was like, wow, you fucking yeah. idiot! Oh yeah, he goes back to the past and they find out. Oh yeah, we're gonna have the new third commander, and you find out it's Kisaki. And uh, this gets Takemichi so furious, he punches him in the face during that. And it led to a lot of trouble with uh, Baji. <laughs> it's like, I, I, yeah, I, I want to fight. So, Yeah, basically. And so that was the episode, what, 12, I think it was? Uh, I believe it's 13. 11. No, well, we're already up to 14. Hold on. I can always go to it myself. We are on episode uh, fourteen 15. and fifteen. Yeah, so we basically just recapped episode. Yeah, 13. We're, yeah, we're talking about fourteen right now with uh, Kimchi. <laughs> yeah, so basically at the end of that fight, um, what's called Bajikun beats the shit out of Takamichi. He stopped though, and then um, like, I'm leaving. Yeah, and so then uh, Mikey and Takamichi have a conversation. Um, meanwhile, being over overheard by uh, uh, Mitsuya. I think he's being over by Mitsuya. But basically, yeah. um, uh, Mikey is telling Takamichi about how much pay on, oh, sorry, not pay on, fucking uh, Baji, 
how much Baji means to him and how he's an original member and we want to keep him. And so I need you to save him. If you don't save him, I'm going to kill you. And uh, Takamichi's like, that's fine, but I need something from you. And he goes, what? And um, Get rid of Kisaki. He wants him to get rid of Kisaki. And uh, it's Kisaki, not Kisaki. Kisaki. It's, that was bothering me the way you were saying it. But um, anyway, so I want you to fire him. And he's like, okay, with his little smiley face. Yep. So <laughs> that's the end. And then also, like I mentioned, Mitsuya was overhearing the conversation. So Mikey calls out Mitsuya for being a spy, basically. Like, oh, why are you eavesdropping? Da, 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 da. And so, so you're um, stuck with him. Yeah, so now, all right, thank you for, for being here. Now, you know, uh, what's it called? Takamichi is officially a member of, Ton- of Toman, and he's going to be in the second division with you. And we also find out that uh, Penchin, what's his Pachi? name? Pachin. Pachin is also uh, in the second division now that um, Pei Yan is uh, in jail from the third division. So we found right. that out as well. And we also find out in episode 15 that the reason why Pachin most likely moved to the second division um, is because of the fact that um, since, uh, what's his face, since uh, Kisaki took over the third division, he brought all of his guys that used to be in Mobius into the third division, right. which made it now the, the biggest division. And that's why that basically that whole division is basically his division. And that's why anybody that was in that division that used to be part of Pachin's um, is, um, or Payan Kun, rather, um, is now uh, scattered amongst the rest of the. the, and, the, the and during class, we see Kazutora. Yes. Who is looking for Takemichi. And he's like, okay, hey, come with me. You're my buddy, basically. We're going to Valhalla's base. Yes. Like, I'm going to take you there. You're looking for it. I got you because you guys are geeking out on uh, delinquents, gangs, and all that, learning this history. That was a little fun little lore, by the way. (laughs) It was. No, it really was. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's like, oh, yeah, these are my friends that broke their leg, one right leg and the other one the left leg. It's fine. Oh, wait, so so they so they go to the hideout, which is an abandoned arcade, and there you see Baji beating down someone he a close friend of his in that division. Uh, the commander, his, the, the vice commander of the first yes. division. Right, That's he just crazy. beating the shit out of him, someone he knew for years. He's like, "Hey, I did this. Uh, can I join Valhalla?" And they're like, "Well, we need a witness." And they're there. That's why he was there. Yep. And uh, we find that uh, what's his face? Um, Kasutora. No, the leader. Um, I forget his name now. Oh, the subleader, the leader of Valhalla. Um, I forget his damn name. Uh, uh, Hanma. 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 Su- yeah, Hanma is um the leader at this moment. Although he's not the actual leader, they said that the le- the leader is in the shadows. Um, which something tells me it might be Kasaki, but that's just I think foreshadowing. So. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we see that Hanma is um there and they're like all right well we got the witness da 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 so congratulations you're now part of valhalla Woo! and then takamichi his bright ass is like wait why are you betraying him he realizes when he looks at uh Kasutora that oh, yeah he was in that photo the sixth member it's the sixth founding member and you know that's why they have beef da 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 and so the episode ends with um, basically Takamichi in their fucking lion's den, basically in the in the Valhalla hideout, basically going to challenge to try and save uh, Baji from Valhalla, which is going to be absolutely insane. Like I'm really oh hoping he doesn't God. fucking die. He may fucking die. Well, That's fucking. They dead. they could kill him. <laughs> I mean, obviously the the manga keeps going, so no matter what happens, it's going to keep on going. But I, I right. like, does he die back to life? Does you know what the fuck happens? Like you know, like it's crazy. Right, right. It, super antsy though. That episode, like toward the end, I was definitely antsy. I was like, "Oh God, oh God." I agree. 
Uh, anyway, I think that that concludes the uh, continuations. And then before we get to the summer, we're gonna talk. We're going to quickly review. Sorry, not quickly. We're, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the movie that came out on between July 12th and 14th, uh, Josie, the Tiger and the Fish. Mm-hmm. And this was absolutely beautiful. For one, that's when I get that part out of the way. It was. It really was. Do you want to go first? All right, we're not going to give away any spoilers. We're just going to give you a simple premise, and then we'll talk about very, again, we'll talk about very little stuff without giving anything major really? away. This is a review, so if it's a review, you kind of have to spoil shit, dude. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I guess we have no choices. Uh, Sueno, I believe that's that's how you pronounce his name? Sueno, yeah. Yeah, Sueno, uh, he's basically a, a college student, and a, hey, no more high school, finally. Yeah, he's a, he's a senior, too, at that, dude. Yeah, senior college student look uh, work in extra hours just to get a trip, just so he can pay for a scholarship in Mexico. He's an aspiring oceanographer. For those who don't know, aspiring. Yeah, so he he lo- he loves the ocean. He he scuba dives weekly. It looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. One day, as he's walking home from work, a long shift, um, he gets. I guess he stops. He sees a girl in a wheelchair flying towards him. He saves her from uncertain doom, and we find out the girl's name is Josie, and she is a uh, physically handicapped girl. And uh, yeah, that's where everything kicks off. Yes, and then uh, you find out it's uh, she was accompanied by her grandmother, who lost track of her in the wheelchair, and then she fell accidentally fell. He's like, you can't be in the outside world because the whole point was she didn't want Josie outside. And the Something fact that she tells, got her, like there was some sort of like some sort of like I, I wouldn't call it abuse. So that's, that, but that's like, some, well, as if you never we don't know that much about Josie's backstory. Just she was in a wheelchair, so we don't know what happened between. And I wish they would have fleshed that out. That's something that now that you bring it up. That, I, that, I, I, think, that. I think that's my only little nitpick. Even just like the grandma talking about this a little bit. Like, the grandma just felt like she was, like, holding her back. And then eventually she just kind of gave up. And she's just like, you know, whatever. Which is kind of sad because, you know, obviously the grandma's old. She dies later on. But she only dies after Josie finally, like, tells her herself, like, you know, the world's not that scary. And they leave. And she fucking has, like, this. this, (laughs) Joke's on you. And then she fucking dies. Like, what the fuck? That was... That was kind of raw. All right. Happened. Anyway, we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yes. Let's. let's All right. Uh, Sueno saves Josie, and then Josie's like, she's a Sundari. She's basically Taiga from yeah, uh, Toradora. Yeah. That was it's a good. That was, that was a very good uh, comparison when you said that. I was like, wow, that makes total yeah, fucking that, sense. Just, just less violence physically. <laughs> yeah. The grandma invites uh, Sueno over for dinner as a thank you. Um, uh, Josie basically calls Sueno a pervert because of the fact that she was on top of him. She landed on top of him. Yeah, to catch it, her. It's like, you're welcome. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's a fucking, she thinks she's a pervert. And so they have the dinner. She leaves. And then the grandma says, I have a job for you if you're willing to take it. And he's like, okay. She's like, okay, cool. Come back to like whenever, Thursday or some shit. So, yeah, like um, the next day. <laughs> then, so he comes back to the house and like, what's the job? They're like, you're going to listen to her every beck and command, women command. And that's it. I'm going to the casino, bar, buy, or to drink, or think. Either way, I'm basically, going to the bar. Yeah, basically, basically, I'm paying you a lot of money to look after her. <laughs> yeah. And so Josie tortures the shit out of him by making him fucking count the dots on the, on the on carpet the, and stand on yeah. your knees for hours so, so he can understand what it's like for her to be on her knees all the time because she can't use her legs. And uh, it's pretty fucking bad. And he, she literally drives Sueño to fucking go get drunk at the bar with her with his friends. Yeah, That's how the bad. fact that wants to quit. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. And so 
Um, yeah, over the course, I mean, we can keep on going and give you details of this thing, but basically over the course of the, of the, of the movie, um, they end up getting closer and closer. The more that, uh, Sueño basically opens himself up to her. So that way she can kind of open herself up to him when she's right. gone. Okay. Um, she, he goes into her room, which he wasn't supposed to do, but he goes into her room trying to find her and notices she's an amazing artist and she loves the ocean. From there, they basically bond over their love of the ocean and of the sea right. and of fish, things of that nature. And they slowly and steadily become closer. Um, and then, as we mentioned, um, uh, Josie's grandmother dies, and that's a whole new like venture uh, that they oh, have. Oh, you're holding, you're missing something. Uh, this pisses off one of us two and his friends, uh, Mai. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Mai be- is uh, basically loves Sueño and doesn't say it. And yeah, the, the, hold on, we got back. hold on. Uh, Sueño has two friends, by the way, Mai and Hayato. Let's just mm-hmm. get that out of the way because uh, they're, they're good. Hayato- well, I, I like Hayato. <laughs> He's a man whore, but he's a really he really cares about his friends and he's a really good guy as a whole. He just is a flirt, which is funny most times. Sometimes yeah. it's like, like uh, come on, dude. But other times, like, you know, I mean, he, throughout the movie, especially toward the end, he plays a fantastic role in saving everything that goes on between Josie, Mai and, and, and Sueño as a whole. So, um, yeah, but basically um, over this course, as Sueño becomes closer to Josie and, and Mai realizes it, Mai becomes jealous so much so that he that she I don't know if. I guess you can call it semi-intentionally sabotages the relationship. Between... I think it was intentional. I would say semi-intentional because I don't think she meant it to be that. Well, she never. Well, she never, well to be fair, she never wanted her to get wanted him to go in the first place. Yeah, but so that's why it wasn't so much the relationship as much as it was for him. But she was super selfish when she talked to Josie. She confronts Josie after finding out where she kind of has an idea where she lives because of uh, how much Suenio talks about her and it basically sabotages uh, their relationship. It causes a humongous strain on Josie, um, who doesn't really explain to Suenio what's going on. Suenio doesn't pick up on it and never finds out truly what happens in that moment. Um, so they go to the sea, um, which again, they bond by the sea. They, she, he takes her to the sea and she, they have a fight. She goes away as she goes away. She gets stuck in the middle of a, um, of a crosswalk uh, during a rainy day and Suenya goes to save her. But before he goes to save her, there's a car, oncoming car coming. So it swerves, it smashes Sueño and leaves Josie there. And we see an unconscious Sueño all fucked up and bleeding. And Josie just loses her mind because, oh my God, I just caused him to die, whatever. And yeah. we find out that Suenio, it, now the roles are reversed, which is a beautiful bit of storytelling. The roles are reversed where Sueño now is in a wheelchair he basically has to learn to walk. He may have had his dream taken away. And the whole principle of the story is about dreams and about pursuing your dreams and the sacrifices you have to make to fight, to make your dreams come true. Um, it's a very nice, uh, basically underlying, like, or, you know, I wouldn't say underlying, basically a big theme of the, of the, of the movie is about your dreams. Like the, the tiger, right? The, ti- also yeah. the tiger, so, the fish, there was the obstacles. It, and we should mention where the tiger comes from. Basically, Josie go. They take Suenya takes Josie to the uh, to the zoo, and she's like, "I want to see a tiger. I want to see a tiger." She takes to see a tiger. She's scared shitless, you know. And that's the first time we see like some affection there because she holds on to Suenya and stuff. But basically, she equates the tiger to the universe and to Suenya, and as her the fish, you know, the girl that freely goes into the uh, in the ocean and stuff. And wants to be a part of the ocean. That's where you get that that little dynamic, which is again very good storytelling. So anyway, um, as Sueño basically wants to give up um, on the uh, on the on his dreams, basically 
completely. Um, Josie just trying to find a way, trying to find a way to save him, trying to find a way. And she comes up and with her art, and by the way, during this process also, she be, she also becomes close to a librarian. She makes her first friend. Kana. And Kana Chan. Yeah, she's, I love Chana too. Kana's oh, one yeah. of the best characters in the movie. Um, and Josie finds an outlet through reading stories to little children. And that's how she's able to kind of get over her social anxiety, which is also a, a, a semi like minimal part of this of the thing, but it's definitely there if you can look out for it. Um, she basically has social anxiety, and using her reading and drawing to break out of that, um, she enlists the help of uh, Hayato to bring Sueño to the library where she reads uh, a custom story, basically a, a Little Mermaid, except her version of the Little Mermaid. And she does the drawing and she creates the story. And it is one of the most beautiful fucking stories you will ever listen. Like, I definitely, at that point, I was crying in the movie theater because of how beautiful that fucking story was. Oh, yeah, it was just gorgeous. Gorgeous story, gorgeous storytelling, gorgeous artwork, gorgeous animation throughout the way they laid it all out, the way the emotions and the, the delivery, everything was just so impeccable. Um, but yeah, the um, anyway, basically convinces uh, Sueño not to give up. Sueño goes into rehab, uh, physical uh, rehab, I should say, for his um, for his injury, and slowly gets better, slowly gets better, slowly get better. And then um, one day, uh, he's basically scheduled to be released from the hospital on Christmas, and he asked Josie to be the one to pick him up. And then something I guess happens with oh I think something happens with Mai and Josie where Mai basically basically yeah, confesses yeah she blamed she, her she she went to she went to Josie's house knock and say yeah. hey she's mine you're not gonna do shit I know everything about him unlike you so I'm a better mash than you and then Josie's like hold the brakes bitch let's go I. Know his you may ambitions. be a better match, but you know, like exactly, like, like, you might know everything about him, but I actually understand him. Like I understand his goals. I understand how he's feeling, and mm -hmm. I know I can help him way more than you can. So suck on my cripple tits. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Yo, that's a new insult. What's up, cripple tits? <laughs> exactly. Yo, but basically, she's like, you know, Mai's like, all right, if that's how you feel, then do something, and that's when she makes the story. But um, something happens in between that, basically, and Josie doesn't go to pick up uh, Sueño, and Sueño basically gets a Mai, and uh, what's the other girl we just mentioned from the Maya? Mai. No, the, the, the librarian. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kana? Kana. Kana. Yeah. Mai, Hayato, they all search for Josie, all search for Josie, can't find her, can't find her, can't find her, and then he... Uh, Sueño realizes where she would have gone it was to face the tiger so she faces the right. tiger again she confronts her fears but nothing really happens afterwards she goes basically on her way home and she ends up getting stuck in the snow and she falls down the same in a beautiful and again more beautiful storytelling in the same moment where Josie and, and, and Sueño meet that same like long winding uh, cliff basically um, she falls down it again except this time Sueño is there to reach out and he grabs her and they confess their feelings to each other and they love each other and they share yes. a nice kiss. Um, another moment that made me cry, a beautiful kiss. And basically, you know, Sueño confirms that, you know, I want to be with you, but I'm not going to give up on my dream. Um, I'm going to get both. I'm going to have both. And that's fine with everybody. And so, yeah, you know, hey, he, he goes to college. Hey, hey, once goes to college, college we'll, goes to Mexico, he, get, he stays with Josie and surprises her when he comes back. Um, one of the beautiful things about that ending also is the fact that at the beginning, 
um, when they're starting to get close, um, Josie takes Sueño to a... Um, and by the way, this is all taking place in the city of Osaka. I don't know if you picked up on that, Matthew. Right. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically in picking up in the middle of Osaka. Um, it's a beautiful city. It's one of the, the biggest cities in, in Japan. And so they t- he takes her, or she takes him rather, to... Um, they have like a long stretch of, uh, of um, a cherry blossom of um, sakura trees. And so she mentioned they, they do this during the fall. Um, the previous year and they're basically saying like hey you know during the spring you know it looks like you know what what, what was the saying that they said it looks like some type of like it basically lights up um because of the the cherry blossoms so you know she's like okay you know we'll come back there or he's like okay we'll come back during the spring so he goes off to mexico comes back the following year on spring break and as joseph's yeah. sitting on a bench drawing um whatever she's i think she's drawing sueño and her just in her mind Right. Daniel walks up to her and she's shocked, like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me you're coming back. They're like, yeah, I'm here for, for vacation. I'm here to be with you. And they live happily ever after. And it's, again, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. There was right. many moments in that that made me, like, you know, just cry. Like, I was silently crying. I wasn't ugly crying like I was during Violet Evergarden um, right. or during, you know, Fruits Baskets or anything like that. But in terms of the movie itself, there were plenty of powerful moments. Like, I wrote in my... um in my review on my anime uh, Instagram, I anime 24, I underscore anime 24. Um, the music was sensationally done. Beautiful compositions that were, that were uh, selected. That's the, thing. That's the same person that did the Violet Evergarden scores. And it makes total sense. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It, gorgeous compositions. Everything flowed the way it should have. Sad songs were sad. Happy songs were very uppity and cheerful. And everything blended in quite well. Animation is unique. Oh, yeah. But it's amazing, amazingly done, um, especially the animation involving anything C-related. Um, truly, truly beautiful. Um, and, yeah, like I said, the story itself is wonderful storytelling. The only bit of nitpicking that we can basically, I think we agree on, is that they probably could have fleshed out Josie's story more so we can get a little bit more sympathy. Like, why is she crippled? You know, like, why is she handicapped? Was there an accident? Was she born that way? Um, what sort right. of, a, did she endure some sort of abuse that made her grandmother feel that the outside world is bad? You know, like, was she bullied? Like, what's going on? Was she homeschooled? Like, what? What's what really is going on for Josie and her grandmother to feel this way about the world before Sueño shows up in their lives and opens them up to a whole new world, basically. So, right. Um, that's beyond it, though. I mean, I still gave it five stars. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. I, I can't recommend it enough. Like I said, if if you understand the the harsh realities of 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 social anxiety of of finding love and accepting love no matter who it is and this man in this case you know a normal average man falls in love with a a girl who's disabled which that's kind of a rare love you know you don't really find that too often where you have you know able-bodied people falling in love with disabled folk um of of any variety it just doesn't really happen unfortunately due to the negative stigmas involved with that and sacrifices things that are nature so the fact that um that was the main theme of that is that acceptance of love um is beautiful and then also just that that process of understanding a person that is broken because of whatever circumstance and being able to rehabilitate them um for them to be able to to be a better person and live a better life that's stupendously done um another theme as we mentioned as i mentioned before was um just the principle of um uh what's it called of, God damn it! Now I'm forgetting what the fuck the principle of what the fuck I was gonna say was. Right. Fuck! It's gonna drive me nuts. I forgot <laughs> what I was going to. Either way, I can go on and on about the show, but it's we just, definitely can. We can go on and on, but 
it, it's huh. really 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 well done movie five star movie can't recommend it enough right. um which, please imply wherever you can watch it if you want to buy it on blu-ray when it comes out if you if you want to I, I can't advocate the pirate life but this movie is so sensational if you did the pirate life i, I probably wouldn't complain all that much because it's just it was fucking great absolutely yeah, funny enough there was a live action movie of this in uh 2003 really yeah. is that old yeah i did not know that wow yeah yeah there was a live action version of it in 2003 Mm-mm. And then there was a and there was a South Korean live action version of it in uh, 2020, just called Josie. Oh wow! Dreams is what I was gonna say. The underlying, the main topic is dreams. Following dreams, supporting dreams. Don't give up. Dreams. Don't ever give up, no matter your your roadblocks or circumstances. That's even something that's mentioned in the anime. No matter the circumstance, no matter the roadblock, I will overcome it. I'll go through it, and I'll achieve what I deserve because this is what I've always wanted. It's superb. Superb. Yes, exactly. Very very good stuff. Excellent stuff. I know it'll be released on Blu-ray in Japan August 25th. As for when we're getting it, uh, probably a couple months after. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on it for those that have missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Please be patient. Don't stream. Don't do legal streams for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not going to implore that. But I mean, bro, at yeah. this point, I, there's I, so- I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> there's so many good anime. Oh, you know something I can't. I just realized unrelated. To this, there's a new movie I think that comes out today or tomorrow on Netflix. The 22nd, the 20th, so tomorrow, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Thursday. Sorry, Thursday, Thursday. My bad. We got to, right, my bad. You know, I just thought about that. Do you know what it was called? Um, something pop. I'll let you know right now. Oh. I love how we can go on these like, little tangents, everybody. So forgive us. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, when we think of stuff, we, it's just we want we want to make it accurate for you people. Exactly. We want to make sure that it's done right. Honestly, um, words bubble up like soda pop. Yes, that. It's there we go. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that next week, along with uh, Stranger on the Shore. We were gonna talk about it on this episode, but uh, it was just we just I just ran out of time to watch it again. I was on vacation. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, we're definitely gonna be watching that uh, during the week. So we'll view two movies next week. There you go for you people. Well, yeah, you're watching Strange on the Shore. I don't think I'm gonna watch Strange on the Shore, but well, I'll... until you hear me talk about it. That's fair. That's fair. I might. I still might though, because I, I haven't I'll, given. I'll, I'll, I'll I tell you all about stuff. it. I haven't given Yaoi enough. You just, I don't know. I just kind of like. I know. I know. Because it's your heterosexuality, you and your fangled words. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's just. Uh, I know. <laughs> I can't be a hypocrite about it, so I have to watch it at some point. It's just I haven't. I haven't. Wait, wait. I'll be the guinea pig for you then. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll let you know how I feel. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Fair. 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 Uh, if I join enough, that means you're watching it. Fair enough. All right, we'll shake on it. <laughs> virtual shake. Yeah, virtual shake. Virtual shake. I just did the virtual shake. Okay, I did too. <laughs> success, success. All right, any other further uh, thoughts before we uh, move on? Uh, no, uh, fantastic movie. Uh, definitely one of my favorites that came out anime-wise that we got, like, either, like a later release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still love Silent Voice, and I want to eat your pancreas, but this is definitely high up there. <laughs> I still haven't so. seen uh, Eat a Pancreas. I may uh, have to buy that movie. Yeah, I'm... yeah, because uh, that was hard to that was hard to get because it wasn't on Amazon. I had to go to a different uh, website that had it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to probably buy the movie. I already know everything that happens, and I'm just not looking forward to it. Like same thing with a uh, same thing with um uh, uh what the fuck the um April 
You're lying, April. Oh, right. I, I already know it, and I just I, I haven't watched it. I, I'm not prepared to watch it, even though I know it's going to happen. So, um, I did see um, uh, a Silent Voice. That was super depressing. Um, I definitely felt more sad watching a Silent Voice than I did watching Josie. Yeah, but um, it was, but it was so good at the same time. Just, it was his, it was, his growth. Yeah, <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if I'm going to rate like movies. Are we going based off of like sad anime movies? Uh, I, 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 I I just go by overall quality. I mean, it's like it, it, did, it, it did its job. That's the thing. It did its job with the genre it wanted and yeah. the story it wanted to tell. Yeah, no, for sure. And it made you feel for the character. So definitely for sure. I mean, I don't think. I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I mean, one. Did you see the uh, Rascal Does Dream a Dreaming Girl? No, I have not. Oh man, that's one of the better conclusions to an anime. It's another one that'll 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 tug at your heartstrings for sure when you find out because that answers all the questions of Bunny Girl Senpai. All the questions right. that the season left you, it, it gets answered in the movie. So it's really right. well done. Um, tugs okay. at your heartstrings. Definitely cried. Um, I'm still gonna put uh, a silent voice above that. Right. Um, I'm putting Violet Evergarden above them all just because I didn't, I mean, just that. Movie-wise, right, yeah. Movie-wise, <laughs> movie wise, Violet Evergarden is number one for me. Silent Voice, I'll probably put number two. Dreaming Girl, number three. Um, Josie, number four. Um, just, again, just off the cuff, right, honestly. Right. I mean, there's so many others that we haven't seen or I haven't seen that are probably better than all of those. Um, but just based off of my experience so far in my young age, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards at the current moment. So. All right. Uh, anyway, people, uh, we're going to take another commercial break. And when we uh, come back, we're going to talk about summer seasonals finally. So stay tuned for that. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Alrighty, and we are back, folks. Adaima. Alrighty, uh, now we're ready for the big one, the big, the big major topic. Uh, summer's here. Well, the season sucks, but the animes are good. So. <laughs> uh. But uh, I know I said that last episode, but I I meant it when I say I despise summer with every fiber of my being. <laughs> Where do we begin? Alrighty, uh, we saw. I know we gave like maybe twelve when we we're talking about what we were watching, but we somehow ended with fifteen or sixteen. I'm at fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, as of, as of right now, it could be more, but we ended up with more than we expected. Uh, that's our. We'll blame our friends and then the people in the Eat the Cakey uh, Facebook group for for recommending them or sharing certain articles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, they were definitely worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I blame mm-hmm. I blame the memes because some of the memes were funny. That's how I watched Irumichi Onisad. We'll get to that later. Yes, indeed. Uh, there are there are some we're not watching together, so I will let Ethan go first as to what he's watching by himself. This season is a little bit different for everybody, um, because of the fact that Matthew and I are watching the majority of the shows together, which is a nice change of pace considering last year there were so many that we didn't watch together. Um, so the ones that I'm watching, there's three out of the four basically. I'm watching Sukumichi, 
which is a nice anime um that's regarding um god damn it i gotta go to the description because i don't even remember it's a nice anime for sure um but it's not one of those that's like oh my god oh my god so let's go back to fucking sukamichi oh uh sukamichi basically it's a little bit like a um it's like a comedy based off of like shield hero in a way so basically sukamichi um he's summoned to an isekai world and uh, the princess that summons him says, oh, my God, you're fucking ugly and hideous. Get away from me. I, I, you're not a hero. Fuck that shit. You're already you're, I'm going to put you to the ends of the universe. I hope I never see you. And I hope you never fuck a human again and basically sends him down a portal. Um, and he basically has to survive in his new world um, with no hero title. But because he came from another world, he's got incredible, insane powers. And he's only level one, but he's still better than like all these mythical creatures and shit and um, it's quite funny for sure. Um, it's 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 a comedy, I would say. So, um, yeah, for sure, I, I've laughed at it. So it's something that I'm looking at um, and enjoying so far. Scarlet Nexus is one that my nephew, shout out to my nephew Joseph, he uh, recommended to me because he it's based off of a video game, very popular video game at that. Um, but basically, in I guess a new age Japan, um, we have I, these enemies called the Others, and so we have uh, this tactical squad force that faces the others. Meanwhile, there's a whole like different story that's developing in the anime. Um, and it's actually becoming pretty good. Um, basically this, it focuses around a single character, um, a couple characters, but it focuses on this one particular character who lost his, his family to the others. And basically was chasing, uh, the dream of meeting the person who saved him and drove him to want to go into the, um, into that, uh, into that force. And so, um, I'm probably not doing that explanation quite well, but it's pretty good. The action is pretty good. The animation is pretty good. Um, the fights are pretty good for sure. And like I said, there's an interesting story that's developing. So um, that's definitely one that I might recommend, especially if you want some type of like uppity shonen type of like thing. That might be one that you want to watch. Also, it's uh, before I cut you off, it's based on a video game that's also came out around that same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the one that I'm watching, the last one I'm watching is uh, I'm Standing on a Million Lives 2, season 2. Um, season well, 1. Also slime. You also got Slime. Yeah, well, I, I, I count Slime as um a seasonal... Well, I guess I could put it in well, that's the, well, the fact that it got split up, it counts uh, It counts for the this season. The fact yeah, that yeah. It, if, it gets, if it was continuing, I understand, but the fact that it, gets, uh, it got split, that six-month split... Yeah, counts, well, I was going to say continue. I, I was going to say for us, but you're not watching Slime, so... Yeah, but so I'm, I'm saying for two. general because like that's how it category yeah. zero for 2021 as the winter, yeah, yeah. the part two. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So I mean, slime core tour season two doesn't need much introduction. Um, Rimuru is now a demon lord, and he now is gonna try and defeat Clayman. And so the last three episodes, or the first three episodes, have been informational ones, trying to gather their story, trying to you know assess the the circumstances, assess the political partnerships that he has with the other nations. And so hopefully we'll get to some action soon. There's not been a hell of a lot of action, some funny moments, but definitely stuff that like basically bring the bring the the, the story to a, uh, a a known like baseline in terms of this is what's happening this is who he has this is who he doesn't have this is what he needs to do etc so it's looking good there uh the final one as i mentioned i'm watching is i'm standing on a million lives season two uh it's based off of season one is based off of a um kind of like he's basically a dick he's really an asshole um the character the main character is an asshole but he's a realist and so he gets caught up in this game and basically there's different people in his lives, like in his like in his area within his lives, that um they have to complete these tasks in like a 
parallel worlds. If they all die, then they all die, basically. So they can't all die in this parallel world. Otherwise, they all die in real life. If they fail the task, they also all die in real life. So they basically have to complete their tasks. One person at minimum has to stay alive for this in order for them to succeed. And then there's basically they give them 10 tasks. Every task, they get a new um, a new crew member, basically, or like a new um, stable mate, whatever you want to call it. And so there's nine different tasks on the 10th task. There's like a Godzilla like creature that's supposed to destroy the world. And so basically they're preparing themselves to get to that point or they're preparing themselves to defeat the monster in the real world. So um, the way I'm making it sound again, it doesn't really sound too appealing, but it's really interesting basically because like I said, the guy is definitely a dick. And so um, he is basically going through this period of where what he's saying a lot of times is factually accurate, but his delivery and the way he says it is very crude, very cold. And he has to try and learn that warmth and how to communicate and how to like establish that understanding with other people that the way he's going about it, even though it's logical, logic doesn't always win you the battle or doesn't always get you what you need to get from others when you're working in a team, etc. So it's not bad, like I said. Um, those are the ones that I'm watching that you're not. All right, now I'll get to my list. Mine that has a little more than yours. Uh, I'm actually going to counts. Yeah, actually, no, I got four also. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm watching Boruto, but you don't watch Boruto. Oh, yeah. I, I don't count that. <laughs> uh, it's you're getting really good, dude. Boruto, let yeah. me. Let me just go on a real quick tangent about Boruto, bro. All right, fine. Boruto is getting fucking incredible. Um, we now see Boruto um, is starting to get forcibly introduced, indoctrinated into the Okutsuki life um, because of his karma seal. And it's incredible. Like, literally, dude, uh, the Momoshiki, who he defeats in the movie, um, he is basically manifesting within Boruto. And when Boruto ran out of Chakra, the manifestation of... Um, of Urashiki comes out and he's facing another guy from what's called Kara, which is the band, which is the organization that's supporting the Kutsuki. And he's like, Oh, you're insolent, da 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 da, whatever. He's like, Oh, he's like, Fuck, this guy's almost out of chakra. So he goes over to an unconscious Naruto who got beat up by the same, like, basically, same clan and he siphons off Naruto, some of Naruto's chakra. And literally, he's like, oh, what is this jutsu that he uses? Oh, the Rasengan. That's right. And he makes a little Rasengan, and it infuses all that chakra. And he makes a fucking super Odama Rasengan, the giant-ass Rasengan, and blows this fucker out of the fucking water to smithereens. Absolute smithereens. And then he's like, he's like, not yet. You're still not complete. Your time for me to take away everything for you has yet to come. And he passes out, doesn't remember shit. And, um um again really good storytelling lately like i said if you go based off of the manga the manga is really fucking good it's consensusly described as really good it's just the filler that happened before that is just terrible um I, there's no excusing the filler it's really shitty but when you go based off of the actual manga story itself it, it's amazing the animation amazing music good it, it's it's worth a watch if you love naruto I wish I could, and I'll find a guide if I can for you to tell you what's what fillers to skip because even some of the fillers are pretty like decent, but just the ones in the beginning are just so atrocious. That's why a lot of people get shtick, uh, a lot of bad shtick for it. Basically, it's kind of like in a way, um, uh, Yah Yahime, um, 
and a lot of people are saying how the fillers and all this shit, the story just sucks. And people are just so used to having, you know, the violence and the darkness that when you see something that's very lighthearted and and cute, it's it doesn't ring well. Same thing with like Slime Diaries when with with slime, it just it didn't ring well to some people. But if you love the series, it's something that you should watch. And like I said, if you can avoid some of the shitty filler, the there's other filler that's really good. And then the main story is just getting better and better and better and better and better. So I can't recommend it enough. I still the anime still a three and a half for me out of five, but I mean. These last like thirty episodes have been like a four and a half. It's been fucking absolutely amazing. Alrighty, very good. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to start with uh, my least favorite one so far, mm. as uh, Sunny Boy. Mm. Okay. It, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to admit I was intrigued by the poster, the premise of it, and then you actually watch it. Like I, I love the concept of it. Like, like, like what they were trying to do. It visually looked. But there was just so many questions of how did they get there? Because apparently they're in the school. It's like apparently they're they're through the dimension. Mm. There's for, excuse me, thirty six boys, thirty six girls. Like, Again, yeah, it's all it's all students that are got that are in the school, and then they suddenly have uh, supernatural powers. They don't explain how or why. Some of them, and uh, there's a thing called penalty where they do a penalty, where someone's child's penalty, and they do the penalty that. Uh, they, like that's in their mind when they do the thing. So we don't know how that actually fully works, or who mm -hmm. has it, or is this something anyone could do? And then mm -hmm. the uh, the main guy, I think Nagara, uh, we don't know his abilities. So he's just he's just he's just basically there, like a socially awkward type, the, the normal, the normal thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then one of the other girls. Uh, basically, Nozomi is like, I, I'm gonna try to find a way to get out of here, and then she eventually jumps into this black void that's surrounding the school, and then uh, Nagara catches her, and the where they're on it, it collapses, and they both fall. You think that they're gonna die? No, they're randomly in the ocean now. So where did they go? <laughs> right, they, right. How did they get there? Nothing was fully explained, so I kind of hope they do as it progresses. But as of right now, it's just a 50-50. I'm going to give it... I'm giving it two and a half out of five right now. Mm. It, it's just so weird. Like it's, I mean, uh, it's only two episodes in, dude. Like, uh, somebody... Uh, Patrice told me that. Although, well, this was, well, this was... I only saw one episode. I, I just... Yeah, yeah, it's so early to rate it, dude. Like, I, I learned that I know. enough. But right now, like, it, it's but. not... But it's not started at a good note to get me. Okay, let's see where we go. It's not droppable yet, but you're considering it. Basically. I said, yeah. As a right, uh, it, it has a couple more episodes to try to win me over. Mm, okay. But I, I will still watch because I again, as more, I'm also curious. Right, right. All right. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, My life as a villainous. Uh, all roots lead to doom. X, which is a uh, mm. season two. Uh, Bakarina is back. I am happy about that. She is dumb as ever. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking tense. <laughs> uh, we have all the characters back. Maria, Gerald, Keith, Sophia, Alan, Mary, Nicole, all trying to fight for her affection. Even though she believes the whole route, this the route where they're all her friends, even though they all want to get in her pants. <laughs> Uh, even some uh, minor character like Cirrus, uh, who was uh, technically the villain of the first season, he's technically a good guy now. Uh, and then you get we get new characters. Uh, you see Gerard's family, which is uh, Ian, 
And then Jeffrey, uh, who was voiced by Dio. Wow. So I, so I hear the voice right away. Like I hear Dio and Roswell immediately. I'm going to love this guy. And he is. You thought it was Dio, but it was me, Jeffrey. Nigeru! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we get introduction to new characters, and apparently uh, Ian is the one that wants to throw in uh, Jared's brother. So uh, that's why he had um, Kater- Bakarina. I call her Bakarina. She can't be. She can't be Katarina anymore to me. <laughs> wow. Uh, she got her kidnapped, and she she played dumb. Like that. She no. She was dumb. She was very dumb. <laughs> When uh, mm-hmm. she got kidnapped, she was like, she was living the high. Like, I'm eating sweets. I'm, I can read all the books I want. This is fine. Mm-hmm. And like, she, and she, for, she legit forgot she was kidnapped. Uh, but I will talk about one scene I did love in the, pre- it was in the previous episode. They were doing a play that Sophia wrote. It's technically Cinderella. And uh, Katarina forgot her lines. So, so she had to basically improvise and she pretended to be a villain because in the first season, that's how that visual novel character version of her was portrayed as the actual villain. So she was actually trying to play that off. And then uh, mm-hmm. Sophia's like, okay, we're going to do this now. Uh, we're going to have Nicole go after uh, Katarina as the kin- quote unquote kidnapper, also love interest, while uh, Maria is technically the Cinderella and uh, Ger- Gerald, who is basically the fiance of Katarina and like, the actual fiance, is mm-hmm. with uh, Maria. And then he sees the calls like, "Hey, you're a little too close, don't you think?" Right. So they eventually they eventually start sword fighting, <laughs> like legit fighting. And then uh, Keith comes in, who is the adopted brother of Katarina, and they're like, "No, I'm gonna fight now." And then uh, Mary's like, "I wish I could fight." And then she was like, she wants her fiance Alan, who's playing the piano, who's also Ger- Gerald's brother, who also loves Katarina. <laughs> He's like, do some physics. Oh, I'm gonna keep playing the music. You gotta go with the flow. Wow. But it just led to this hilarious fight. It's like, oh, yep, yep, this is the this is the stuff we enjoy. All all seven of them, boys and girls, fighting for Katarina's affection, even though she is just that dense to realize it. Right. Even when they are legit trying to flirt for her, she just plays it off like, nope, just uh, feed me cake. That's it. Feed me the sweets. I don't care about anything else. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely off to a uh, great start so far. Uh, three and a half. Right now, I am still excited for more. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Nighthead 2041. This one is getting a lot of praise. I, I'm. This was another one that I may give a shot to. So sell me. Uh, I, I'm still on the fence. Okay. Uh, the animation is, uh, is kind of like Duke of Death. But a kind of like a little. I don't mind Duke of Death. Just as as I know, I know, I know. I I I, I, I think it works for Duke of Death. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel on how it works for Nighthead 2041. But it's basically science against uh, supernatural. Like if you have these supernatural powers, you're technically a criminal because they don't believe in that. They believe in science. Damn it, science! (laughs) Oh Lord, that uh, not appealing to me so far. But uh, and then they find this uh, guy who was basically telling people that he was a priest that day. Someone worships. Okay, someone worships this guy. We can't have this here. And right, so right. Um, uh, two characters for that are, I believe, Yuya and uh, Takuya. They're brothers. 
Uh, there are the side of size, like they're like the generals, right? like they're like the top of their class of that regard. Mm. And um, what you call it? one as, as they caught this uh, quote unquote uh, prophet that has the supernatural stuff. Uh, Yuya almost gets killed, and Takuya charges in, like tries to save him, and there's a giant shockwave. Like they don't mm-hmm. know how it happened. Like it does, it cut the feed, like at the base. Like there, there's nothing. Like, there's like no signal. The, the whole system crashed. Mm. No, no one knows how or why it happened. So they don't. So, so Takuya did that. No one knows except for his brother. Mm. And you see two other brothers, Naoya and Naoto, Kirihara. And those are very popular names, lady. You know, there's Naoya, Naoto. Not Naoto, yeah. Yeah, these are the ones are on the supernatural side of it. Okay. So we're going to have a clash of supernatural and then science fiction in this mystery type type of ordeal. Uh, so uh, I, I the premise is okay. Uh, I am as more of I am intrigued to see where it goes. That I'm, uh-huh. it's obviously the two brother the brothers are going to eventually be, collide and meet up with each other, or uh-huh. eventually somehow align like they find a metal ground. We don't know yet. Uh-huh. But um, like I said animation is okay. Uh, characters are okay so far. Uh, like I, it's just more of an introduction to them on both sides of the again the supernatural and then the science fiction mm-hmm. type of ordeal. Uh, I am going to continue watching. Uh, it's more of I am curious to see how it goes. I know this airs on Thursday. This is on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, this is a three out of five. Uh, I I'm not as I'm not disappointed of it. Unlike uh, Sunny Boy, but uh, I don't love it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just more of I need to see I want to see where it goes, type of ordeal. But uh, this one, I was like I am willing to give it a chance still. So yeah, um, I guess if you're mentioning that all the animes that I was watching, uh, Boruto, Slime, uh, Standing Million, Live and Sukumisha are all on uh, Crunchyroll as well. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is the only one uh, out of the ones that you're not watching that is on Funimation that right. airs every uh, Wednesday, every Thursday. So that is also a Thursday anime. Um, right. So that and Aquatope, which is one of our favorites, we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely. Um, those, right, I, I got, there. I got, I got one more, and then we'll go to what we're both watching. Yeah, right, cool. Uh, the case study of Venetus. Ah, uh, that's uh, another popular one. Yeah, I, I know Angel loves it. Uh, that, that he said that was his favorite season so far, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's definitely up there. I, I, I will say I love the OP and ED. I don't get that right out of the way. They're like they're yeah. a lot of fun visually. It's a vampire anime. I'm just so meh on vampire anime now, dude. Like after yeah. me, after meh no bliss, after meh uh Mars Red. I'm like, yeah. I mean the good both good animes that I enjoy, but I'm just like uh, I don't know. Like, well, I've had, well, like, well, I've well, had one well, that's well, like, fair, no bless with just hot guys. <laughs> I guess. Well, no, the other girl that was quiet was hot. I know. I'm saying like majority of them were just basically hot hot guys and Frankenstein who is eye candy. <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein was fucking hot as shit. I don't know. know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn, take me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, I, I, I definitely do enjoy this one a lot. And um, uh, it's by, it's, produ- it's uh, animated by Bones. 
So oh. you definitely get a lot of good stuff like that. It's a, it's like a shonen, fat vampire fantasy, historical, supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, vampires are born under the red moon, but the blue moon exterior the outcast, which Venetius was, and he has a special uh, grimoire as mm-hmm. a book. And then uh, you see no a and vampire with grimoire. That oh my god, what the fuck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, No is the... Uh, you don't know he's a vampire yet, but uh, he's on the he's on the airship. He travels to Fr- France to look for this book, the Book of Venetus. Mm. And then uh, eventually it leads to a vampire trying to attack him. And you mm. see Venetus clumsily falling into the plane <laughs> to uh, try to get this woman. Because oh, uh, apparently with uh, how these vampires are, like the ones that are infected... Uh, they, they, like they, the before they turned, they lost their name. So Venetus has been his goal is to use the book of Venetus to help cure the vampires that are like corrupted or the people that turned to vampires that lost their name. That's that's his goal. Mm-hmm. So and uh, no is just inspired, like he like simps over him a little bit, like he's just amazed by how he uses that book, the book he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it led to a video say, hey, you should join me. And then Noah's like, no, I just want the book. Like, okay, then maybe you should join me still. He's like, okay, fine. You don't want to screw it. I'll join you. And then later on in the ending of episode one, you said that Noah eventually kills Venetus. Hmm. And he doesn't doesn't say why, but it's like that's one thing he regretted, that the fact that he had to kill him. So basically that voiceover is going to lead to what happened. It's like the whole thing will lead to why he did it, basically. Hmm. Like, you know he did it, but it's going to be why, in a sense. Interesting. Uh, but, uh, again, it's a lot of fun. The characters are great. Uh, the chemistry between Noah and Venetus is, is, again, it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's also intriguing. Uh, it's, this is going to be 24 episodes, according to the uh, Blu-ray list. Hmm. So we're going to definitely get two cores. I don't know if it's going to be all together or there's going to be a split. Mm-hmm. Uh Definitely looking forward to it. It's a free out of five for right now. Uh, I am excited for more. Uh, if you again for those I've watched, at least check out the OP for just a shit ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is it for terms of what we're both watching separately. So now we're mm. gonna go into what we're watching together. <laughs> Indeed, let's. Uh, uh, let you see. pick one first. You pick the first one. <laughs> let's go with one that we're both. Uh, I mean, they, dude, all the ones that we're watching are so fucking great. Right. So, it's so tough. Yeah, they're, um, they're all they're all good to great. <laughs> oh, oh, I already have slime on here. It's time I got reincarnated as a slime. Since I already, let me delete that because that's not one you're yep. watching that I'm watching. Uh, I put it here. Slime Court Tour Season Two. Um, God damn, dude, it really is tough because some of these are just fucking incredible. You want me to pick guess- the first one? <laughs> Let's just go with the one that's probably like the least of the ones. I'll say the, the I'm thinking Duke of Death. What do you think? You know what? We'll go with Duke of Death. I like Duke of Death, but we'll. we'll I, mean, I like all of them. I love Duke. I love all of these animes, but they just slowly get better and better and better. But they all have right. their uniqueness that makes them great. So let's just go with Duke of Death first. All right, we're gonna go with Duke of Death. <laughs> we'll Duke of Death. Duke of Death and his black maid. Um, hey, I'll let you talk about this one first. <laughs> yeah, she's not literally black, by the way. She's pretty pale. Well, but no, well, no, she wears black. She wears black. Yeah, it's very. It's it reminds me very much of a Tim Burton esque type of anime, don't you think? Oh yeah. Very. Oh, oh imagine if Tim Burton produced this. Yeah, dude, it's very, very, oh very God. Tim Burtony. I was very surprised to find out that Universal produced this. I was like, wow, I've never seen Universal fucking have an anime before. That's unique. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, dude. But anyway, no. So basically, uh, 
uh, Duke of Death and his maid follows um, a Duke. Um, he, we don't have a name. He's just called the Duke or Bachan, as uh, as everybody else refers to him, which means your grace in Japanese. Bochan. So it follows Bochan um, and his, his maid. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Alice. Uh, yeah. Maid Alice. Alice, lo- they both love each other, but oh, yeah. whereas the Duke is very you know shy and very proper because he's a Duke, Alice is very etchy. She's very funny, very witty, very etchy. She like likes to f- flirt, likes to pretend to kiss him or touch him or say sexual stuff. She'll like pull her shirt down a little bit or open it up some so she or can lift her see- skirt. Yeah, or lift her skirt up, and he, you know he gets very fl- the Duke gets very flustered. He's like, oh my god, yeah, no, be because, proper be, because you can't touch her. Yeah, and the, the reason why he can't touch her is because of the fact that I guess we and we don't cursed. know how. Yeah, we don't know how he, it happened. He was cursed. He was cursed. Yeah. Was cursed by a witch, and basically anything he touches dies. So if he touches a tree, it dies. A flower dies. An animal or a human, it'll die. And so rather than you know be there to support him, his family ostracized him. The town ostracized him, and they left him inside of a mansion in the forest by himself with only Alice as his caretaker, and then a butler, um, really nice man, but he's old as shit and he's kind of blind and he throws his back out easy. Um, and so basically. For the most part, the show centers around Alice and um, and and Bochan. And so what's going on basically is they're going to lead into trying to find the cure for Bochan. But right now, it's kind of sad from the aspect of we see a young couple that clearly loves each other and wants to explore that love. And they can't due to his affliction with the curse. So it's kind of kind of sad when you see like how much like they put into what they tell each other and what it is um in between all the funny etchy shit because the funny etchy shit is also pretty good but um just the the principle of their love and the artistry involved with the music he can play the piano um he's like kind of like a poet she's also very like open with you know her with her i guess how would you say it like in terms of in terms of like her maturity, in terms of how she feels, um, it's genuine itself. Oh, it's yeah. all really, really, yeah. really good. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've really enjoyed it thus far. Um, and considering that's the least out of all the ones that we're watching, that's a lot considering that. So, um, the only negative, I guess you could say, is the CGI, perhaps. Um, it's but I, 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 I've got, I, I got used to it after the second episode. It works. I don't mind it in the least. Because, you know, for me, if I hadn't watched Cespus, because Cespus is like that, where it's all CGI-based, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? But because of the fact that I, I can see it as, like, a Tim Burton-esque type of, like, anime, and the fact that I've gotten used to it, and the fact that it actually, like you said, it works with this particular animation style and the story, like, I love it. It's uh, Everything is very vivid, very bright, very big. Um, whenever you see the moon, it's humongous. Whenever you see the stars, they're very vibrant. And, and 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 very vivid um right. even the scenes of death is all fucking wonderfully done it's very very detailed and and you see the little the little withers and the blackness and and the way shit flows as it dies it's all really well done so also the music is freaking beautiful this piano music is- like him actually singing in that second episode where he's like singing his song <laughs> It's great, man. It, it, oh it, it'll it'll touch your heartstrings. Or they have like the virtual dance because they can't touch each other, so they do like a shadow dance. And but that was gorgeous. Know, like, the basic... behind it. <laughs> it was 
the moon, the sadness, it, wonderful scenes. It, it again, very, very, very well done. They anime. they know and how they know how to captivate you. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's one that we both love very much. Um, it's already on episode uh, two, I think. We've already two, done two episodes, uh, so three. We'll get three. Have they done three episodes? Yes. Oh well, well, imagine that. All right, so yeah, the, we'll get the, the three episodes. And I, I, I did love their uh, little scene with the boat where she was in the water, like, "Hey, uh, you can save me by kissing me." He's like, "But you'll die." And he almost, he almost kissed Bojan, almost, almost kissed Alice. And, and he's, he's like, like, "He's like, how romantic would it be? How romantic would it be if I died by by your love, like by your kiss?" And he almost and did it. Like, he's oh. like, "I just can't. I just can't." And she's like, "Yeah, I knew you'd say that." And tugged him into the fucking into the lake. Like, like hey, you you need to exercise a little. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh, you need exorcism. Why didn't you tell me that? It wouldn't have worked. It was cute. I know, but again, but there was before she tricked him. Like you had that feeling, like maybe she actually feels that way deep down, type of thing. I don't know, man. But either way, it's really, really, really well done. So, so, so alrighty. But yeah, I definitely loved it. Uh, I am reading the manga of this. It's great. Um, Do I give it a rating? I'm not giving it a rating. I'm, I'm giving, giving as of right now. As of right now, it's a three out of five. Huh? I would say three and a half, but I'm not giving it a rating. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Three and a half. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So we're we're on the same boat for that one. All right. All right. Next one. Uh, realist hero. How the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. I probably should have gone with that one first, but I don't know. I I, don't, I, I was actually going to suggest that first if you didn't couldn't think of anything. Okay. Whatever. But I think, but I think those two could have gone either way. So. Fair enough. Uh, recently, it's uh, one of our isekai animes for the season. Uh-huh. Where uh, Kazuya got transported to another world by by uh, when he was reading a book. Uh, so how ha, like Kazuya about. Soma? Soma. Yeah, Kazuya Soma. Yeah. Uh, is his name Kazuya? Yeah. Another fucking popular name. I call him Soma because I don't I didn't recognize him. Oh yeah, but yeah, by his first name is uh, Kazuya. Uh, oh, he gets he gets transported to this world and it's like, hey, you have to help us, but uh, you don't have armor or anything. Uh, how are you gonna help us, basically? Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we're going to basically trade you to uh, this other kingdom. We summoned you just for that. It's like, hey, hey, before you do that, let me see, prove to be helpful for you. And mm-hmm. he takes care of the finances, uh, certain strategies, especially in terms of food and mm-hmm. uh, with locations, uh, alliances in a sense. And he starts doing really well. And the king's like, well, I'm on You call. got this, bro. You're, you got this. I'm, I'm just going to let my wife fuck my ear every day. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her e-rate me with strap-ons, a spiked strap-ons. <laughs> Music to my ears. Yes, dear. Oh my God. Bro. You want my daughter? You want my daughter? Here you go. I got Fuck you. Her too. No problem. And uh, Alicia, I think that's her name is. Alicia, yeah. Alicia, and she's like, oh what? <laughs> and then she goes there and say, hold up, why am I marrying this guy, the new K? What's his plan? And then you. Sh- she realizes, okay, she's, she's he's actually here to help, and she's like, okay, uh, I'm gonna follow you for now. But uh, they don't talk, they don't get romantic or anything yet. He's just focused on. Well, no, you know, in the last episode, have you seen? You saw the last episode, right? She's yeah. Starting, uh, she's starting to feel a little something, something. Uh, a little, but it's not. It's, not there yet. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a harem anime. So. <laughs> you think it's gonna be a harem? Uh, you got Judah with the big tits and the beautiful singing. You got uh, the Neko Tomo. You got uh, Aisha, the dark elf. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't it I don't, might. It might happen. It might, but I don't. I don't get that feeling. I don't. I don't get that feeling. Maybe with the singer. Give it, give it time. It. Give it time. Yeah, maybe with the singer, but you know, I don't know. It's, it's an isekai. It's it's, it's the law. 
Ah, I don't buy it. <laughs> it is what it is. I kind I kind of hope it doesn't turn that way because that would be a little. I know. I, know. Little, uh, I, I think this is a very interesting concept because it doesn't involve fighting or anything. It just uses his wits. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, dude. It's, so, that that, think, so in a way, that is a breath of fresh air. He's, he's got, got a mag- he's got a magical swing. power. You think like, oh, has he got fire? Has he got water? Is he like telekinesis? No, he has something called invisible poltergeist, I think, or like shadow poltergeist. Basically, he can read and write the other language of the of, of the, where of he the, is. Yes, and he can like read books without actually reading the books, and it it writes like like basically he has like a little glove and it writes out. Um, whatever he's thinking or whatever it's reading, it's pretty unique. Like, and it's not like any other, like I said, any other magic that you would think of. Like most magics are like, oh, I can like breathe fire. I can, my sword comes out uh, out of thin air and has like celestial powers. Like, no, like I can read this like random language and I can read a book while I'm sitting here like 200 yards away or some shit like that. Like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. But yeah, like you said, it's, it definitely is a breath of fresh air. It's a nice welcome breath of fresh air because of the fact that the guy has to use his brain and he's he's bettering the country through through fiscal analysis. And, and stuff he experienced where in his home, like he's bringing stuff like that. The fact that it's basically more advanced compared to where he is now. Yep. Yep. For sure. For uh, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is how we do it here. This is how we work here because they probably don't know some of this stuff. Or... I want to know how he charged his cell phone because he's still using his cell phone in the other world. <sighs> Loophole. Maybe someone, maybe someone with a lightning magic. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Or he has that shit on 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 a battery save for the rest of his life. I don't fucking know. It's gonna run out eventually, bro. I know. Hopefully, we'll they'll explain that. Shit. Uh, but definitely, definitely an interesting premise. Uh, you can go with like a three or three and a half for this one. Yeah, it's got my attention for sure. I, yeah. I, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, we'll go three and a half. Alrighty. Uh, next one. Uh, Okay, uh, Kanojo Mo Kanojo. Girlfriend, girlfriend. 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 All right. This, this is, is hilarious. Oh, God. This is one of the more cringy fucking animes, but it's... It, it works. I like, it works. And, oh, God. Uh, all right, so... Uh, Noya uh, is dating uh, Saki. Saki Saki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Saki Saki. Wow. <laughs> I thought you meant like Sock, like like Mr. Sako. Saki Saki or some shit. No, no, her her name is Saki Saki, so Saki Saki. Oh god. Saki Saki Kaidara. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh he dates her. Uh he's in they're in school say, like, please don't two time me. He's like, What? I would never two time you. I love you so much. Does causes a scene while uh, one of the other girls she know who's not involved yet, but later on. Uh then Nagi says, like, hey, uh, I'm gonna meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm gonna meet me upstairs. On the on the roof of the school, I like you. I love you. I've been developing, practicing my uh, skills to have. I've been skipping school to learn how to cook, clean, and suck dick. All for you. Yes. And then <laughs> Noya's like, I can't do this. So will you come with me so you, I can be a two time bitch in front of her? And she's like, okay. <laughs> and that. Uh, oh, you couldn't stop denying my feelings. <sighs> yes. And then, you, and then they go meet Saki, and she's like, oh my gosh, she's cute. I'm going to befriend her. I'm taking her. Looks up her skirt when she tripped, and she's like, I love her cooking. I, I'm going to date you. And then Noya's like, what a coincidence. I'm dating her, too. And then she's like, huh? she's like, she's like, hold it. I was, it's not, I wasn't being literal about it, but you, oh, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> and she's like, Beast the shit out of him, and then, uh... Ah... Uh, Saki, mate! 
And then Nagisa eventually convinces Saki to like, hey, let's try it too. And then she's like, damn it, you're too cute. Uh, and like, you know what? Like, I'm skeptical. Like, hey, let's all live in my house. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And they're like, hey, let's all move in. Okay. Huh? And yeah, there's, and you know, this 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 fourteen fifteen year old has a house by himself, basically, and has house. two girls living with him, sleeping next to him, and the first living the dream, <laughs> living the dream, bro. And then yeah, it just progressively gets more and more etchy and more and more funny. So basically, they, um, Nagisa again proves herself of how much of a, a good girl, how much of a good girlfriend he is. No, Naoya wants to teach Nagisa like help her catch up because she's been skipping school because she's been learning how to cook clean and do other things. And so Saki, you know, realizes like, oh my god, I'm starting to feel behind. But all she could think of to make herself look better or feel better sex. is sexual shit. Like, how do I suck dick? How do I how do I make love? How do I, you know, take his virginity? How do I tell him that I want to have sex? Like all everything, sex, 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 sex. You get the feeling, but you wouldn't have ever known that. Unless fucking Nagisa, because she's curious about Saki, goes to her phone. And so Naoya, to basically save Saki, takes the blame. He gets his ass beat again by Saki. And um, yeah, it just like I said, it gets progressively better and better and better. Eventually, Saki's like, you know what? I can't deal with it. And goes into his bedroom one night, because at this point, they all have separate bedrooms. And goes into his bedroom and was like, we're doing it. He's like, doing what? They're like, we're going to have sex. And then he basically she, she grabs his hand and puts it on her boob and she ah and she moans and then he's like no this isn't right I don't want a two time Nagisa she doesn't deserve that I want her to know that we're gonna do this that da, da 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 and so basically one of Saki's insecurities is that Nagisa has humongous opai and she doesn't have very much opai so um, she freaks out like it's because you like girls with big opai don't you and she fucking slaps him gets off runs away goes home and so. Uh, uh, for the next couple, like three days or so, like, oh, I bought oh you my cake. God, this, this I bought you, I bought you eight hundred dollars worth of fucking, uh, worth of uh, gotcha shit. Yeah. 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 The, and I'm, then uh, I wrote this, uh, th- I wrote a novel of how much I love you. <laughs> I wrote a novel and still nothing, still nothing, still nothing. That was even funny. Though, even though, like, all of it is really like, oh my god, Saki's like, oh my god, it's amazing. Oh my god, I want it. Oh my god, that tastes good. She's like, nope, nope, nope. You know. Typical woman or typical significant other, just like oh, yeah, no matter what, like you can buy you me the can't trick world. Me. You can buy me the world. No, I'm not gonna forgive you. So then Nagisa and all of her lovingness. Nagisa, I, help you too. I said Nagisa. Nagisa, you said Nagisa. Nagisa, Nagisa, like bro. Oh, oh if you, you correct me on that one name earlier. <laughs> but that's completely different. You're like. Uh, <laughs> Kasaki or whatever the fuck. Kisaki. That, that sounds so horrible. What the fuck? Anyway, so she's like, I want to help too. And she basically takes uh, Naoya's hand and puts it on her humongous opai. And Saki gets super jealous, crosses over. And they're like, oh, now you guys can talk. And she's like, fuck, you got me. And then that's how the episode ends. So, um, yeah, it's super hilarious, super awkward. At this point, you know, it's true. Like, this isn't really something that three 14-year-old like children should really be going through. Um, I mean, in a way, like it's pushing the bounds of, of Yuri stuff too, because Saki's starting to fall for Nagisa and vice versa. But it, it's just the principle of, of polygamy at 14. Just It just doesn't sit right. But because it's so hilariously done, that's why I don't mind it. So it, it to me, it feels a little bit like, um, it's like a less egregious for me version of, um, uh, fuck. That's a girlfriend. Uh, no, not rent a girlfriend. Fuck that. No. Um, the uh, one anime we saw, uh, Koikimo, where like you know, like this isn't right, but it's done like 
in a way that you can like watch the show. So that's how I kind of feel. To me, it's less egregious than Quakimo, but I, I get that feeling. Like, dude, I just like I, it's so weird, bro. And they, you know, they actually they do genuinely like each other, and it's just I don't know. Like, it's it's an interesting take on a rom com, given the fact that it's polygamy and a little bit of Yuri and a lot of etchy. Like, it's pretty wild considering. So, um, but yeah, definitely something that piques my interest. Something that makes me chuckle. So. Oh, wait till you see Rika and then uh, Shino get more involved. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you because you saw the manga, right? Yeah, I'm reading the manga, yeah. Reading the manga, so. Yeah, Shino's my favorite, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. The white hair yeah. one. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you'll, 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 see, her, you'll see her involved more. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next one we can go over then. Anything else? Uh, I give it a three and a half for right now. I'll get it with the hilarity, even though it's cringe at times. But I think that that's basically the point. I'm giving it a three. Three out of five. Okay, fair enough. Three out of five. Next one we'll go with, let's go with the uh, detective is already dead. All right, yeah, this one, this one's a trip. <laughs> this one, yeah, it definitely is pretty fucking wild. I'll let you take over. <laughs> yeah, so the detective is already dead. Basically, um, there's uh, a guy uh, named uh, named Kimi. He's got a longer name, but we'll call Kimihiko, him Kimi. Kimihiko, yeah. Kimihiko, yeah. So he, uh, our detective calls him Kimi. Basically, um trouble finds him wherever he goes wherever he walks somebody like a purse gets snatched somebody gets adopted uh, gets robbed um gets murdered like wherever he goes trouble finds him the police know him they're like oh are you sure you're not the one causing the trouble like no it's just fucking horrible coincidences one day he gets abducted he goes onto a plane and they make they're like oh here's this box you're gonna go onto this plane overseas to deliver this box and along the way um he gets pulled by a uh, world famous detective which is a 14 year old girl named um uh, what's her name dude i forgot siesta yeah siesta name siesta 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 shout out r kelly old right, i was like shut up i was like shut up josh <laughs> no 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 i was definitely talking about r kelly uh no nah, so anyway um what's in the gun we find out later on in the episode is a giant fucking gun um and they basically the detective uses is like it's kind of like elements of, of sherlock and watson where she uses like clues from what the the guy is saying or doing to pick up on on what the real circumstances are blah 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 blah, blah. they get into a huge firefight basically on the airplane which i don't know how the fuck they didn't blow up the airplane considering they're shooting fucking bullets and knives and shit in the, in the fucking airplane the cockpits and all that shit pretty fucking wild to me that that happened but in any case anime tropes it is what it is um at the end of the episode basically she's like oh you know like are you going to step away whatever he goes home only to find her there and she spends a week trying to convince him like oh be my assistant be my assistant be my psychic because the official be my psychic be my psychic be my psychic and so um he finally relents he agrees they go on uh on basically these these long expeditions for four years three years i think no three years for three years they go on these long expeditions they live as vagabonds and they solve cases around the world and they fall in love with each other and the detective dies and so we return to present day where the detective is already dead and uh and kimi is now a senior in high school still depressed still you know trouble still finding him wherever he goes and basically the end of episode one is a girl uh basically brings him into the classroom like you're the famous detective aren't you and he goes huh and so then episode two comes through and episode two um she basically like puts him like puts his head on her titties and was like oh you know like i need a detective i need the detective i need the detective so they talk about it and like i'm just a sidekick whatever it's like oh, i don't care just whatever and so they go on an expedition basically the girl had heart surgery 
um she was about to die she had heart surgery and she needs to find out who the owner is so um oh and one thing i, sh- I should mention that i forgot is that there's an antagonist to the detective so who the detective is investigating it's like called the csi or something right like do you know that organization there's basically like an evil organization was it was, that, it, was it by uh yeah kamori uh you felt in that the, the guy the guy, the guy yeah, that yeah, was on yeah. the plane yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. He he was basically there's an evil organization that splices people and gives them like crazy fucking powers and shit. Like so, the guy in the first episode had like a tentacle coming out of his fucking ear, and so he gets defeated by, by Siesta, saying, tricking him and saying, now you can no longer touch me for as long as I live, or or as long as like you hear me or feel me, you can't attack me at all. Otherwise, you're gonna die. And like you see his tentacle like evaporate and shit. So um, that comes into play in episode two. So basically they go through this long winded thing trying to find who the owner of the heart was, who the owner of the heart was. And so the special power of that tentacle coming from the ear is that he can hear a heartbeat from like a thousand yards or a thousand miles or some some crazy fucking distance. And so basically his thought process is, oh, maybe you've heard this person's heartbeat somewhere in your life. So. They go over, they have the conversation, and she's like, yeah, I've definitely heard that heartbeat before. And he's like, no, I think it's better that I show you. And he goes to attack the girl, and the fucking tentacle evaporates. So she has Siesta's heart, which is really, really, really well done storytelling. Definitely a shocker. Like, holy shit, that was great. And so this shocks Kimmy, and Kimmy's like, it's just a coincidence. And so this pisses off... um, Oh, the girl. The, by the way, the girl is his classmate, and the girl's name is um, Nagisa. No, it's Nagafushi. I'm not gonna call her Nagisa. I'm gonna call her someone. Yeah, else, not uh, Natsunagi. Natsunagi. There it is. Thank you for yeah, that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nagisa Natsunagi. Natsunagi. Yeah. So a lot of Nagisas, which I I, I enjoyed. <laughs> Nagisa was kind of exclusive, considering my favorite Nagisa is from Planet, but I digress. Anyway, um, yeah, Natsunagi is like, no, it's not a coincidence. You don't understand. Like, this is fate. You know, for a year, I was like, I was feeling I needed to see you. I, I didn't know who you were, but I needed to see you. I needed to see you. This is the heart talking. And so basically, the story is going to start coming into the fact that, you know, th- this is basically Siesta living in Nagisa or in, in, in Natsunagi. And they're going to get close, you know, and uh and Kimi's going to break out of his shell. He's going to continue being a detective, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, at the end of the episode, um, uh, Natsunagi basically agrees to become a detective herself. And um, and uh, Kimi's like, you know, you can live your own life. You don't have to live the life that live a life that may have been predetermined because you're yourself and you have no control over whatever happened. Just live your life. Be happy. And then we see in episode three, an idol come through. And they start doing the detect. Uh, has they yeah, basically, Yui. yeah, Yui and the idol basically has the sapphire that she wants to protect, even though like she can't protect it because of the fact that she is going off of like she's gonna have, be having a live performance in the Tokyo Dome that same day that she received the letter saying that they're gonna attack her house, blah blah blah. So she hires the detectives to save her and so in the episode she gets attacked by some random like uh event staff person and so basically using the detective prowess um kimi's able to realize like oh we don't have the full story she's definitely not telling us something so um either way the episode three basically starts going off of the fact that she like he's evaluating her ability to be a detective she's learning the ropes to be a detective while she shows potential like there's stuff that she's flawed on etc so basically it's kind of like a redo, basically, of the whole like detective thing, where at first he was basically the one that had 
to learn from Siesta. Now he's the one observing her and learning what he learned or trying to teach or try and get her to understand the stuff that she that he learned from Siesta going forward to help her and help them as a whole and blah, blah, blah. So um, but it's really, really interesting with the whole like detective thing. Again, it's got elements of Sherlock and Watson. Um, it's got some good action. Um, you would think that the whole like secret organization that's spicing people is kind of far fetched. But the way they do it is really done, well done. Um because it's a semi-adult anime, given that he's a, that they're both seniors in high school, I think that lends itself to be well. It's not really children so much like you like some of us don't like. So for sure, I, I definitely, definitely enjoy it, and I can't wait to see more. You know, this is definitely an interesting series. Uh, again, with the, again wonderful characters, nice premise, mm-hmm. and uh, I definitely am curious to see where this goes. This is, uh, I think, this is a four for me for right now. <laughs> Yeah, animation is also really well done. Oh yeah. Um and Yeah, and the and the first episode was 50 minutes for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah, so and there's a couple episodes like that this season where the episodes are super duper long. Um is this one of the ones that also has an amazing OP cuz I know Duke of Death has an amazing OP. It has this has an okay OP. It has an okay OP. Duke of Death has an amazing OP. Um Realist Heroes got a decent one. Uh Girlfriend Girlfriend, I like the Girlfriend Girlfriend one. Very very oh, yeah. up. I, I like the ED better. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I would say the ED is a little bit better, but I like the uh, I like the OP of uh, Girlfriend Girlfriend too. So it doesn't beat the next ones that we have, but right. um, uh, okay. Yeah, anyway, we'll this on. one this one fell right under our radar. Mm. Like they like we knew nothing about it until a random meme popped up, and they're like, you know what? You know, I'm curious, I, I know. So not true. I read the premise when I was looking at what I want to watch. And you it, know what you're talking about? It was cur- yes, I know which one you're talking about. And I was very curious, but I was like, eh, like I don't know if I want to watch too, this. It, 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 it looks too kiddish, and then it looks yeah, because the fucking yeah, and then the poster, the poster was just that. Nah, man, I thought he was like, I thought I'm like watching like, oh, it's I basically Steve. Um, he's Steve from Blue's Clues, except in Japanese form, and he looks gay and he's depressed. <laughs> Come on. Come like I'm not oh, and okay. again the childish he, he, like he, rainbows he, and posters he, and stuff he's like a tip, eh. he's a typical uh male older male host for a kid show it's uh it doesn't sound, <laughs> sound attractive that doesn't yeah, sound attractive all right let's so go I'm good the actual title life lessons with Urobichi Onisan and for those who don't know our opening if you if you're still around by now <laughs> Yeah, nope. after after before Ethan gets canceled, <laughs> right? No, but I'm come on, dude. I'm kidding, no, I'm kidding with you. But no, serious. The, but that opening where we're like, "Mina san, konnichiwa, konnichiwa." ABC exercises. That's all from that show. So um, we saw the meme and we instantly died laughing and we're like, "All right, we have to watch this." We saw episode. I, I, episode I, one. Felt, I felt called out. That's why I saw we both that. did. I think we both did because I mean yeah. we both have our moments of depression when it comes to like some of the shit that we do. I don't want to do anything. And I think any human for that matter that kind of deals with that. So if you're anybody that deals with stress and depression and anger with work and or with life circumstances like this, and you want to laugh about it. This is definitely for you. This is definitely for you. Episode one, I fucking died laughing. Episode two, uh, wasn't I? Don't you know? Honest to God, I don't think episode two was as funny as episode one. But there, there, there was still there was still plenty of moments. I'm sorry. Episode two was funny too. Episode two was funny. Episode one was episode, hilarious. Episode two was funny. Episode three wasn't as funny. You uh, seen I, I think I, I just say episode three. I think that was the point. You get to see more of that other side of him. 
It was I think, more. I, I, I think that somber. was the point. It was definitely more somber. It, I felt it was more somber. I didn't laugh nearly as much. It was still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still good. Like, oh, man, you can get kind of dark a little. Yeah, it was definitely dark. Not like, you know, rape, asshole, you know, fuckery, death dark, but. Just like, really, like the, the, the actual side of depression. Yeah, like it was really focused on the reality of that to, to, a, to a real degree. And that, you know. It is what it is from that standpoint, but I mean, it needs that balance. It can't just all be shitty humor or, or hilarious humor, but okay. you know, either way, it definitely flew under our radar. We're definitely glad we caught it when we caught it, and we both can't recommend it enough. Um, that probably is going to be our comedy of the season. I, I oh, would yeah. imagine. Oh, so. oh, for, for sure. oh, for sure. It's definitely up in the running. And, uh, but yeah, Urumichi, uh, Ikiteru, and Utano are like the TV show hosts, like they're all Oni sans. For uh, certain things, like uh, Utano's the singer, uh, Ik- Ikiteru is the performer, and then this Urumichi is the host, basically. And he's also and, a gymnast. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's also a gymnast. Uh, Utano's a legit singer in real life, mm-hmm. and Ikiteru's a terrible comedian. That I love his etchy. Ikiteru jokes. He His specialty is dick jokes, and all the dick jokes are just too fucking hilarious not to laugh. If you don't laugh, like, fuck you. Like you're not, you're just lame. It's, you're it's, it's, it's just a nickname. It's just a nickname. So Nikki Taro is just he just can't help but bust out laughing. And when he hears like extra virgin <laughs> olive oil, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his laugh. His, I'm sorry, his laugh is adorable. His laugh is hilarious, bro. It's contagious. He's definitely got a contagious laugh. Whoever that voice actor is, they they're the MVP of that. Uh, Amaro Miano, <laughs> bro. Whoever that uh, does, he have any other famous? Uh, uh, I am going to check. He's in the Ajin series. Uh, I mean, bro, he's the MVP of that. He's the MVP oh, yeah. of that. And, uh, he's uh, that. he's in Carol on Tuesday. Okay, sweet. Uh, he's in Death Note. Okay, so he's got some roles. Uh, there's there's a lot. He's in Hayaku. Oh, nice. I mean, these are all anime I haven't seen or, or haven't, or you know, but still. Right, right, right. right. They're, they're but, still, uh, still big anime, so. Also, uh, poor uh, Toby Kichi, that uh, the guy, the, the guy in the buddy outfit. Oh, the fucking Kohai, bro. The yeah, two yeah. Kohais are, are basically the, the, fucking the two guys. Uh, yeah, Toby Kichi and Mitsuyo. Bro, he fucking abuses them. But you know what's hilarious though is that I think it's uh, Michi, Michiro fucking constantly sells his boy under the bus. It's fucking hilarious. Like if that was my boy for real, for real, I would be big ass mad. But fucking, uh, yeah, dude, the way he sells him out is just too fucking hilarious. Uh. But no, uh, he broke the stress grip. Bro, he fucking broke the goddamn stress grip. That's, that's fucking... like, that's like almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh my god. I, I definitely popped. I popped when I saw that shit. I was like, oh my god, he fucking broke it. Yo, that nigga, big man. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the. Well, yeah, I think uh, that's the first time I, I just realized the first. I think it's the first time I ever used the N word on the. On yeah, the let's let's try to not. I mean, I say to, I'm Spanish, know, by the way. I know, but I know. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a Puerto Rican from New York, so it's, it's yeah. Part and of I'm white from New York, so no. <laughs> oh God! All right, sorry. Yeah, let let let, let 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 no, like let's just. Uh, if, if I was your friends, cool, but the people that don't know us, yeah. <laughs> All right. Go mad, people. All right. I just thought about it. I was like, ah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm saying just for better safe than sorry. And that's going to get us canceled, right? <laughs> get you canceled. 
I, the, maybe we could have a. We should have a. Maybe he might edit it out because I. They, none uh, of the other yeah, podcasts. Yeah. I, I don't think any yeah. of the other podcasts on any of the uh, networks. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Sean could find a cut somewhere. Anyway, moving on from that. Uh, but yeah, four out four out of five for me. Uh, definitely, it'll hit, it'll call you out as an adult, especially if you're a millennial like us. I hate being called a millennial, dude. I fucking. Hate I know, it. I know, but at the same time, I'd like, rather... bro, I'm not eating Tide Pods. I don't like fucking Fortnite. Like, no, that, I don't. That, that's Gen Z. I hate that's fucking. Gen, I hate. I, I that's hate Gen fucking... Z. I hate TikTok. I hate streamers. Like motherfuckers, go be productive in society. Go do an actual job and be productive. I just started started streaming, so screw you. Fucking hate hate those (laughs) sensitive ass fucking bro. Oh my god, dude, so fucking sensitive. I get so mad. Anyway, fuck them. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, fuck Gen Z. They're not people. I I can I can go on to say a lot more bad things, but I'm not going to. Yeah. But anyway, this is a lot of fun. This airs on Mondays or technically Tuesday in Japan. Yeah, it's on Funimation. Um, by the way, a lot of the animes that we mentioned are on Funimation. Realist Heroes Funimation. Um, Detective Ramesh is Funimation. Funimation. Detective Funimation. Duke of Death is Funimation. So Funimation. Vanitas, yeah, I, is animation. Uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend's yeah. Country Roll. Yeah, so a lot of the top anime of the season are going to be coming from Funimation. And like I, I implored in one of the other previous episodes, I know some people can't afford to have both. Um, we understand that. But if you can, it's... For sure worth it. Funimation, first off, if you like dub anime, which fuck you, but if you like dub anime, you definitely want to get Funimation. And then, not to mention, it's got so many underrated shows that people don't get to watch because Crunchy is just so hype and so popular, which is fine. But like I said, majority of the animes that we're watching that we both love are all coming from from uh from funimation um i guess the final couple ones we got we got two yeah we got two left and and those aren't funimation those are on crunchy so yeah uh, let's get to uh this is hard to say which one first Uh, you know what uh aquatope i love the last one so much i I want that one so go ahead and talk about aquatope yes uh aquatope it's a potential yuri slice of life uh fuka is a was an aspiring idol that she eventually mm-hmm. got fired. So because mm-hmm. of this, she got depressed. Mm-hmm. Now that she didn't know what to do with her life. Then she went. Eventually mm-hmm. went to the aquarium. Uh, during the crisis, uh, she went during the aquarium. She got this highlight. She was in the water. It was like you know, she really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. like, like, like she felt like she had to be there. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually meets uh, Kukuru uh, as mm-hmm. the, the 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 other teenage, the other high schooler. That runs the aquarium. Yeah, her grandfather basically runs the aquarium, but he's on vacation and he's already on the brink of selling it. So he's like, "Fuck it, you can run it." And yeah, so exactly. He's running it for the summer. And then in so, summer school, because she's in summer yeah, school. Yeah, I, I know Kukuru is trying to do something for the summer. That's why she's trying to have it as open as much as possible. And it's like, okay, uh, Fuka, you're gonna be here. Uh, I'm gonna use you for a bit. Yeah. Because she wants, she basically wants to live in her house. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to. She's offered to live in her house as part well, of. Well, she asked if she could, and I was like, okay, yeah, why not? Yeah, and, uh, and she lives by herself. So, you know who her favorite people are? The penguins. The penguins. The penguins. Penguins. The penguins in that aquarium, ladies and gentlemen, love violence. <laughs> they uh, wake up and choose violence. Oh my god! Uh, she's so like, okay, you're gonna feed the fish and then uh, just chuck it in the air, and then they'll catch it. Uh, she gets a little too close to the penguins with the fish in her hand, and like, oh, I'm gonna bite it. And the fish so. sodomize her. The penguin uh, sodomite. That, that basically, yeah, they're like, I'm gonna give you multiple bites. I'm surprised she wasn't bleeding. They, just, they stuck a beak up her twat. It was a thousand years of death, a penguin style. She did get thousand years of jet jitsu. I mean, but I mean, one is next to the other, so you know. I know. 
Oh, uh, so so the shocker. You just said you got the shocker from the beak. Crazy, dude. Bottom of the pink air, top of the stinker. So crazy. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm surprised she wasn't bleeding or anything. She could have sued. Shut the aquarium down, get money. But uh, and the cuckoo was like, it's your fault. You're incompetent. I'm so close to firing you. And then eventually these two money grubbers, men. Fucking uh, men. Yeah, try to buy the aquarium. Like, okay, uh, it's a little girl that runs it, so this should be easy. And then Cuckoo's like, uh, "Hell no, you're uh, you're out of here. I ain't selling. Go shoes, skedaddle, piss off." Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I, I I think purposely knocked the sign in uh, up front, even though they said it was an accident. And then Fuku's like, "It was an accident, but they just didn't care." Yeah, but yeah, they just rub it like, Haha, it's, uh, "Whatever." Yeah, we'll pay for it. No, no, you I don't, I, I, I don't think out. they said that. No, they did. They did. He said, he's like, like, we'll pay for it by buying the aquarium. He's like, I'll pay for it. How much is it? No, get out of here. You're scum. You don't end up applying. She shot the fucking. Like, like you ruined actual hard work. It's like, you think just buy it. Get out. Yeah, the storytelling is actually really good because of the fact that the characters that we meet are all intertwined. Basically, um, what's her name? Uh, I forget her name now. Um, fuck. The, The girl that's coming from Tokyo, the failed idol. What's her name? Uh, the fellow Fuku, Fuka, Fuka, yeah, Fuka. So Fuka, basically, when she lands, she's confused as where to go, and she basically in the airport she meets a um a fortune teller. Fortune teller tells her her fortune, and she the fortune teller then she opens up to the fortune teller a little bit, and the fortune teller ends up telling her her life. And so at the end, she was supposed to pay thirty dollars basically for, to the fortune teller, three thousand yen. Um, and she goes to give it to him. She's like, no, you know, uh, you know, this is a favor that you can repay back another day. Like whatever, it's fine. I'm going she's to follow. Oh, thank you. you. And so we see the fortune teller, and then we also see as she's hot and bothered and fucking flustered and tired because she doesn't have any place to stay after she stayed on the beach. Um, the a uh, a woman from the department of of tourism, and she basically directs her to the aquarium, and that's how this whole process starts. Come to find out that the 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 fortune teller is the mother of someone who runs uh, a uh, a bar that is frequently visited by the girls. And the fortune teller also is very close with the people from the aquarium, including um, Kukuru. Um, they're also very close. So everybody's kind of intertwined in a nice bit of storytelling that they did there. That's something that stood out to me when I first noticed that. I was like, wow, they, everybody basically plays a part in trying to save it. And they're all in unison together. So... But uh, it's definitely, definitely great stuff. Uh, also, it was made by PA Works, the, the studio who uh, mm-hmm. who animated Angel Beats, mm. which uh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, yeah, the day I became a god. <laughs> yeah, so this is all that one. Um, God damn, is this made by the writer or no? No, it's talk about the studio, the animation studio. Oh, okay, not the not the writer. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, the yeah, one who uh, made Clan Ad and Angel Beats and Charlotte and all of them. Right. The day I became a god. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that person? Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, hold on. Might be uh, director uh, Toshia. Hold on. Let's see. That might be interesting if it really is. I don't think that's him though. Maybe he comes from the same family of style. He's just more of a director. I know he directed Lupin the Third, a couple of them. That's probably not. Uh, but no, but no, uh, he, but no, he hasn't. Uh, he, he directed uh, Black Butler though. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely an interesting one. Animation's beautiful. OPED are great. Very beautiful. Music is sensational. It, it, this is, is going to be one of the sleepers, I think, of the season. And I, I'm so curious to see how they how they develop that secret that the aquarium has, where you basically are in the ocean, you become part of the ocean uh, when you lose yourself in the moment there. Like it's it's going to be a magical ride, and it's going to be a very emotional ride. I feel because of the trials and tribulations that the girls are going to go through, and uh, Fuka is definitely going to be finding herself, and maybe Kukuru as well to a lesser extent. But I think definitely Fuka is going to find herself and find her path as, as a woman and as a person in a society. Um, someone who has basically foregone her dreams and wants to support someone else's. Um, perhaps she'll find her own dream, or perhaps she'll find a revitalization from her for her own dream. It's tough to see um, or anticipate, but I'm really looking forward to how they tell that story. So, all right. Anyway, uh, this is definitely a four out of five for sure. Same. Uh, I believe this is on Thursdays on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, uh, definitely excited for more in this. Uh, mm-hmm. This this very incredible adventure mm-hmm. of how they go, especially with the aquarium. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't recall like a aquarium based anime in quite some time. So you know, Ernie had mentioned it. Angel had said it too that in real life they have a real life aquarium in, in Okinawa, and that it's one of the right. more popular tourist attractions. So the principle of it having like you know some type of instability is, is laughable to them because of the fact that it's so popular that they can't foresee that ever happening. So right. Uh, okay, we are going to close off the summer uh, with one more uh, remake my, Our Life. My favorite anime, my anime of the season thus far. I'm, I want to rate this five stars so goddamn bad because it is truly and utterly sensational. Um, the story follows uh, a young, uh, a 28-year-old basically uh, salaryman uh, named, uh, what's it called? Uh, Noya, right? No, Kyoya, Kyoya, uh, 28 year old salary man named Kyoya. And so, with Kyoya, he uh, he basically had an average life. He instead of he could have gone to, to art school at, at 18 or he w- could have gone to a regular college, he chose to go to a regular college and it didn't really work out for him. He ends up getting into like visual arts and things of that nature. And he always looks up to these people called the platinum generation. Um, one is a singer, one is a director, one is a, is a, is a illustrator. And they're all fabulous artists. They came from the same school at the same time. They're around his age. He doesn't know what they look like, but he has an idea like, and he understands their art very well. And so he, basically he gets a job he meets a, a, a director who was very kind to him who he thought was going to commit suicide she wasn't she was just stressed taking off her heels so um sorry i'm getting a phone call there we go All right, anyway um yeah so um they end up talking she ends up giving him a job because she fits the criteria of somebody that she's looking for and so he ends up with the job but then the production gets cut off by the by the the head of the company and they're all laid off so he's back living in his mother's house he's frustrated he's broke his sister his little sister is super like successful while he's not like a lot of stuff is not going his way so he uh says i wish i can go back in time i wish i could go back in time and he throws away his like certificate or his uh application basically that the approval into the art school he goes to sleep and he wakes up 
and he's 10 years back in time. So right after he graduated high school, right before he made the, the choice of whether he wants to go to regular school or he wants to go to the art school. Of course, he chooses to go to the art school. He ends up uh, living with uh, three people. He ends up with Shinoaki, which is a little girl that loves drawing. Um, who's the, the gentleman? I keep wanting to say Sukumichi, but that's not him. Or which one? The gentleman. In the, in the, the gentleman in the house. In the, his roommate. Oh, the writer? The writer. Uh, Surayuki. Surayuki, the writer. And she lives uh, with uh, Nanako, who's a, uh, a singer. So, basically, um, as the story progresses, he's living with the Platinum Generation, which is crazy. And so we see, basically, them go to art school. And it's wild because... Sometimes when uh, Kyoya sleeps, he dreams of past encounters from his past life, like some of his past failures. He wakes up thinking like, oh, we're back in the real world, but he's not. And the thing is, he he know, he has all of his memories from when he was 28. He has the mentality of a 28-year-old. And so that lends himself well because he's a lot more mature mentally than the other people are who are just living their normal lives. And so slowly, one of the best things about this and one of the scary things about this is he slowly... I wouldn't say manipulating, but slowly forming, helps to form the Platinum Generation. Um, he accidentally takes a story, for example, that was locked in, um, in uh, what's it called, in Surayuki's uh, uh, safe. A story, he came up with it on his own because he had read the story years later, um, and it was locked up, and Surayuki didn't know about it, and that's what they do for... Uh, um, for a uh, a class project that they do really well on, we also see him discover Shinoaki's drawing and realize, oh God, that's Shino from, you know, who uh, who I adored, and then he also helps shape um, Nanako because he realizes like, oh, this is what Nanako like does. She likes to sing. She's gonna turn yeah. into an amazing singer, and she's like, you know what? Once you get really good, we'll put it on the Japanese version of YouTube. And she's like, is that even a thing? And he. He realizes, yeah, and about, and he says it in his head. He's like, yeah, in six months to nine months, uh, there'll be a, a Japanese YouTube, and you know that'll be her debut, and that's how she blows up. So he's slowly forming them, and with his passion, with his will to succeed, with his drive to not want to go back to a shitty past, he's um he's really setting the trend and and help forming the Platinum Generation himself, while he reaps the benefits of his remake, which is really nicely done. Um, also, not to mention the director who he met. Um, who he worked for before he got laid off was also part of the Platinum Generation and was one of the stars that was not really recognized in that Platinum Generation because she was the sister of the of the uh, of the teacher that was teaching the Platinum Generation. So there's a lot of wonderful moving parts. Um, as a whole, though, the story it, it's it's really well done. Even the side characters um, they join a club. Um, the club helps save them. He helps save the club. They're all very eccentric characters, and I can't wait to see what they do going forward in the story. But I mean, in terms of everything else, the music, beautiful. The animation, insanely crisp and superb. And like I said, the storytelling is really, really well done. And there's lots of different layers. Some, as we have probably deduced by now, some of the best stories are stories that have multiple layers that are concise and make sense and connect each other. And that's clearly what's happening here. Um, I get so nervous whenever I see stuff with this and the way he's affecting them, though, because I really, this can't be a happy, this can't be all a happy anime. Like the shoes got the, the shoe on the other foot has to drop at some point, dude. Like I'm so scared. I, 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 I think really it definitely scared. will, and it's just gonna hit hard. 
I'm so scared that what's going to happen when that other shoe drops, dude. Like, I'm so nervous. Like, whose life is he going to fuck up? Is he going to, like, like someone's getting sacrificed. Like, he's going to be part of that platinum generation at at the expense of someone else. Will it be the director? It could be Aki with her art. I, no, I don't know, bro. Like, and you could tell also that there's a romantic thing going on. He's got a little mini harm because Nanako kind of has a little something for him. Um, uh, Shinoaki loves him. And then uh, the other girl, the director, Iko, uh, um, is starting to like him too because of the fact that she recognizes, like, you know, she's unique. And there's another part where um, Sudamichi, uh, Sudayuki, rather. Well, remember, he, he met her in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in the first episode hour, when he was the director. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the crazy part is Sudayuki knows like perhaps like he gets a feeling something's off about uh kyoya he's like dude just who are you and when he was trying to figure out a way to say like dude i'm from the future without saying he's from the future he's like no nah, it's cool you're, you're you're cool people and it's just it's, oh my god i'm so nervous as what the fuck is gonna happen i feel like there might be some type of like extra spiritual shit that happens you know maybe someone's like i brought you back in the past for you to reshape your life and maybe he fucks up maybe he does the right thing like i don't know some type of supernatural event that happens um or i, it, I, it, I, I am curious as up. to how he got back yeah man like there's so many questions but it lends itself to to, to really pique your interest and keep you going amongst like i said the beautiful music the beautiful animation the beautiful story the love story uh the story of if you had an opportunity i mean it really speaks home to me because i think about that often dude i think about like man what if i didn't what if i had a guidance counselor that told me like you should do writing instead of it because i would much rather be a fucking mma writer or an anime writer what if i found anime at 18 instead of 27 what if i you know there's so many things i could go back on what if i didn't slack in high school and i would have gotten a scholarship what if i didn't meet this person what if if i had gotten a scholarship i wouldn't have worked at Victoria's Secret. I wouldn't have met all the people I met at Victoria's Secret. Like I, I think about my life and how like it's shaped and how I wish I can go back a lot of times to different various points where I can just relive my life and just be somebody completely different. But know that that would never happen in this reality. So to see it in an anime, um, it it kind of hits home to me because it's something that I've always wished that I could do. So it's 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 just so it's overwhelmingly beautiful. It, it truly is to me, my anime of the season. Um, it's one that I'm going to be championing a lot. Like I championed Wonder Egg. I championed uh, before it became bad. I should say I championed fruits um, remake. Our life is probably going to be the anime that I champion the most this season. Um, and I, I can't again, talk about it enough. If And the best part, like I said, these are college age students. So you're dealing with adults at this point, you're dealing with adults going through adult situations and feelings and, you know, trying to come to grips with who they are as human beings and how they're you know going to go forward in their lives like you could just i could just go on and on and on about how great this show is but i if there's one show i'm going to implore you to watch it's this one a true beautiful slice of life um and and in a time where we ran where fruits baskets is finished and there's kind of like a hole in terms of that whole process like this does a pretty good job of trying to fill that so i can't 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 say it enough can't say it enough yeah, but yeah, uh, it's definitely up there for me. Uh, as right now, as of right now, it is number one for me. For for all we know, uh, mm-hmm. it could go, it could stay up there, or it could go down once or twice. We don't know yet. It depends on how the rest of us goes, and how they want to keep the progression of the story. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other anime that are getting traction, like Nighthead's getting traction, Vanitas is getting traction, Kobayashi's main is number it, one. It, this I, week, I, yeah, so. I, I, I did wish I watched uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, but since I watched the first season, it's like I'm not, Damn. I can't get conscious. But uh, for, it's definitely 
a must if you're a fan of Kyoto animations, especially the, the this first one back since the fire. Same. So, uh, but yeah, if you if you listen to if you want to support just for that alone, that the yeah, oh, is it from Kyoto? No, one yeah. wonder. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, no that wonder. that was the first series animated after the fire. Like how the Violet Evergarden movie was the first one after the fire, movie wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first animation. Wow, dude. Oh god, this is sensational. Again, that makes me love it even more. So I, I was just saying, like, I just just on that alone is enough. <laughs> this this is the only anime I think this season that I potentially may give five stars. Like the other animes are great. Um, if Uramichi continues to make me laugh, it may get five stars. I don't know though. Aquatope is the I, you know what I'm lying. Aquatope may give me I may give Aquatope five stars. I, I I think it'll come down past the halfway point once we're halfway, yeah. almost ha- a little over halfway done. Yeah, I'm curious to know. For Aquatope, that's 12 episodes. For um, for uh, remake, that's uh, six episodes. So, um, I'm hoping that they don't rush it. I don't know like the process in terms of like mangas or anything like that. Like, um, let me click on it real quick to see if it's for finished. What, the manga. The manga source. Yeah, it's still releasing as of right now. So, perhaps there's more to it. Yeah, it's still going. It's about four years old now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's hope, dude. I really hope, like I said, really, really, really hope that it lives up to what it's done so far because it's it's amazing. I, I can't can't stress how amazing this show is. And it, it, I'm, like I said, I'm nervous. Every time I see something happen, I just get nervous. And I, I'm just like, I, I hope, I really hope that something bad doesn't happen, knowing that it probably will happen because there's no way that this anime can stay happy forever. Right. Um, there's so. going to be conflict. At some point, sure. And I feel like I, I feel like someone is definitely leaving. And the crazy part or, is that or hinting is gonna like. Oh god damn it! Hold on. Ah, fuck! My fucking headset died. Motherfucker, do you hear me? I hear you. All right, my bad. My headset. I hear died. you, baby. <laughs> my headset died on me. Go man, SI. I'm gonna have to change the fucking batteries on this thing again. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's basically the gist of where we're at now with that, bro. Like, I just ah. I can't wait to see more and yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, this uh, closing thoughts for the rest of the, for the summer. Like, you think it's gonna be a little close race? I don't know. I, I, it's too early to tell. There's a lot of great. There's a lot of good animals. There's, there's a lot of good contenders. There's a lot of good contenders. Um, it's not gonna be as good as spring. I'm pretty confident in that it's definitely not gonna be as good as fall coming up, which we'll talk about at the end of summer. Um, oh, yeah. but. Um, there's a lot of good animes, a lot of good potentials, um, a lot of solid watching. Like it, again, if you're just a fan of anime in general, like finding animes like this should be something that you should like revel in. You should really want to like experience because there's so many different ones that are just like oh my god, like you can really invest in. Like there's definitely some anime that you can invest in. Like I said, remake is one, Aquatope is one. And I mean, I guess it's kind of tough because of the fact that we're very partial to comedy slice of life romance sad type of shit and that's the stuff that you and i gravitate towards and that we kind of push on the show um but i mean for a lot of people that watch anime they just want to get like you know they want to get maybe comedy but they really want more action-based and there aren't too many action-based animes that are there um uh what's it called detective is already dead is probably your best version Uh, of Vanitas isn't is a new one that's good for that. Scarlet Nexus is another one that's good for that. Um, I mean, and then all the other ones that are like just there. I guess Nighthead too. Nighthead has got some good actions. So, 
Um, I mean, other than that, you're looking at some of the other ones like Slime, Boruto, My Hero, Revengers. These are ones that have already been established. Uh, Revengers to a lesser extent, but regardless, it's uh, it's a continuation. So um, if you're looking for action, that's really where you want to kind of start out at in terms of this season. But this season's animes aren't really focused too much on the action as much as they're focused on the slice of life and the romances. Uramichi, uh, slice of life comedy. Duke of Death. Uh, comedy uh, rom-com uh, fucking Aquatope Slice of Life, Girlfriend Girlfriend Hilarious Rom-Com, uh, Remake Our Life uh, Beautiful Slice of Life Realist Rebuilt the Kingdom is an isekai but in a way it's kind of like a slice of life because of the fact that again in the isekai trope he's using his, his, his brains instead of his magical powers or his brawn or anything like that so um, Sukumichi's a comedy. Million Lives is like uh, a comedy. It's kind of like a shonen. I think it's listed as a shonen, but I wouldn't really consider it a shonen. It's probably not even one, even though I'm watching it. I'm not gonna sit there and like be like, oh my god, you need to watch this. Maybe it'll, I'll, uh, maybe I will sometime soon or later, but not right now. So a lot of good anime. Um, Aquatope and remake stand out as the potentials of the season. Uh, Detective is already dead. Is probably gonna be your best bet for any sort of action um, from this season. Alrighty, uh, but yeah, I, with that, this will close out our summer. Uh, we're going to take one more commercial break, and then we're going to close the show out. And we're back, everyone. Alrighty. Alright, uh, we are going to close out with uh, anime recommendations. We will do. We'll give one each for depending on the uh, the genre, as they say. Uh, you know what? We are. We'll we'll do a slice of life. Let's let's go with that. You know, I was gonna say we should maybe do like a a shonen because we always do some type of slice of life. All right, know? all right. We'll we'll do shonen. We will. We'll do shonen. We'll do shonen. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry, I had I was putting turning my headset back on. I just got putting new batteries okay, in. Some no things just died in the last segment. Um, yeah, let's do that. So shonen. Um, since I uh, recommended we do shonen, let's that's me first. Um. Fuck, man. I don't know. I, you know, I could always go with like the typicals, the the the, the my heroes, the, the the Dragon Ball supers. Um, it's kind of where I wanted to lean towards, I guess, when I thought of Shonen. But I, you want to get something that's a little more. Oh, right. I got my, I got mine set. So you know, I give yours while I try and find mine. All right, Samurai Shampoo. Mm, classic. That that's considered a Shonen. It's a classic. If you love it's samurais classic. with a bit of hip hop in there. Yeah. Uh Mugen, Jean, and Fu, fantastic characters. Mm. Prop the proper conclusion. Fight scenes mm-hmm. are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a this is a samurai anime you should definitely watch. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. It's like that, mm-hmm. Kenshin, that, that type of thing. But this one, this one takes the cakey for sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go with an etchy but a newer one. Um okay. you want old school, logo, new school. I'll go Fire Force. Um Fire Force, you've seen Fire Force, right, man? Mm-hmm. That, that, that question mark. Have you seen Fire Force, dude? Uh, no, I, I wasn't fully attached to it. Uh, I watched like the first uh, seven episodes. Okay. But uh, but apparently, to a lot of people, especially in Japan, it's apparently it's to them is considered the best fan service. Yeah, it's got a lot of fan service. So if you're not a fan of fan service, it probably won't be for you. But once you get past the fan service, I, I, I don't dude, mind it too much. Just I don't mind fan service at all. 
Long yeah, I don't mind. Good, I don't mind. <laughs> and you didn't think the story was good, dude, because you only watched seven episodes. It's just, it's just okay. That is like, it's not like. So you know what it is. The story is okay for what it is. It gets better, but you know, you're looking at it from the etchy standpoint because it's very etchy. But to me, the reason why I'm suggesting it is that the fight scenes and the animation. You'll get some of the most incredibly animated fight scenes that you might have ever seen watching that show. I can't recommend that enough. There's some. Like I said, out of all the shonen that I've seen, it's got some of the most incredibly animated fight scenes ever. It's up there with um with the the elf arc from from Black Clover. It's up there from the best right. of the best boards who that's been coming out lately. Um it's on the same level. I would say it's a little bit lesser than, um, but it's around the same level of um season four season four, my hero, um, Deku and Overhaul, that sensationally animated fight um it's up there dude like it's if you when you think of like the animated fights from like god of high school from um it's better than 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 tower of god it's i mean i oh god i i can go on and on in terms of how incredible the 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 the, the animated fight scenes are. So once you get past the, the story being fine, um once you get past the super etchiness and the way they sexualize some of these girls, um I do like the cat girl. I will say that. Neko, yeah. Um I forget her name now. God, there's so I many anime watch. Bye bye bye. You know who I'm talking about, so Yeah, exactly. I know who you're talking about. Um but yeah, dude. Uh Tamaki. Is it Tamaki? No, not Tamaki. Probably. It starts with T. Yeah, I think it's probably Tamaki then. Um, but in any case, I can't recommend it enough. Just if you want to see some incredible, incredible fights with fire. Um, yeah, it, it is Tamaki. You're right. It is Tamaki. Okay. Um, yeah, watch that, dude. It, you'll you won't regret it. You won't. You'll die laughing at some of the. Uh, I'll think about, but I, I'm not crazy about Shinra so far, but that might change my mind. Oh, he gets so much better, bro. Like he's got. He does. Some, okay. He's got a great backstory. He's definitely got a great backstory that they that they expound on, and the way he's developing, dude. Like it, he's gonna be fucking insanely godly. So, for sure, dude. That's my recommendation. For the week. All right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. We talked our cake, we ate it too, and now we are full on cake. All right, uh, you can find us on WN2 Network uh, for because uh, they're the first ones that uh, were able to take us in to uh, give us a chance for as uh, anime podcast. Shout out to Sean. Uh, he still hasn't gotten yes. me my uh, my fruits baskets uh, cuts yet that I wanted, so I can. Buy I got I, I got I got my Wonder Egg. You got your Wonder Egg cut, yeah. I'm still waiting for my fruits basket cut, so you guys That's can right. hear. If you guys didn't make it to my soliloquy of fruits baskets, I'll post it on my uh, on my anime stuff, so you guys can hear how how much I champion fruits baskets right. and how much I adore it. But again, thank you, WTM Network. Uh, definitely check out their podcast with you uh, wrestling entertainment. And they, they cover a wide variety of topics, and we are honored to be part of them in the anime category. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can mm-hmm. check us out on Chair Shot Radio, where I write for the Chair Shot. Always use your head. Uh, mm-hmm. They upload our episodes uh, Sunday morning, and they have and we also have various uh, web, websites for your podcast, like iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Audible. But yeah, almost anywhere you get almost into a local podcast, uh, you will find us there. Uh, even just type in Talk to Keiki in this Google search bar, you will see us in the first page somewhere. So definitely do that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. And then uh, I actually have a My Anime list. 
You have a, it's a my anime list or analyst because I'm the one that's analyst. I'm on I'm my just... an, I'm on my anime list. Oh god, you should have got an analyst, dude. That's one of the uh, whatever. I, I did I did a list. <laughs> oh god damn it! All right. But anyway, uh, those are my plugs, and you can also find us on Facebook called uh, Eat the Cake Anime. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. uh, definitely send a request to join. We will accept you if you have heard. If you're joining because of this podcast, please let us know. Yeah, so uh, we greatly yeah. appreciate feedback. Yeah, Mart- uh, not Marte, fucking Matthew is a a mod. I'm an admin. I included that in the questionnaire. If you heard us from the Talk to Kiki podcast, so far I've gotten his nose, but you know, hopefully uh, one of you guys will listen and want to join us. And if you do, we'll welcome you with open arms into our beautiful family that we have over there. All right, and then uh, put your plugs in. <laughs> My plugs, yeah. You can find me on my anime Instagram at IAI underscore anime24, where I have daily reviews on animes that I've watched. Um, I'll have posts. I'm still, you know, it's crazy. I, I, I've been slacking a little bit, but I'm still not done posting my reviews for uh, for spring. I'm almost done. Not quite, but I'm almost done with the reviews from spring. Um, so you can catch me on there if you didn't listen to the previous podcast and want to see my thoughts on some of the spring anime that we watched. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. Show stop at 24. Um, you can catch me on my analyst, analyst.co um, at S H O S T O P P A 249. Show stop at 249. Um, and yeah, you can catch me within on my. Um, you can catch me also on my podcast Instagram, uh, podcast.senpai. Um, on my Instagrams, you'll see a link tree there. You can find me at all my other places. You can find some of my social medias, and you can find me on my other podcast. Shout out to MMA for Marks, my MMA podcast. Shout out to the Orlando Tragics podcast, my Talking Shit podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, did I tell you? Freaking, I, I we were supposed to record, but I was watching Money in the Bank, and I got so shit faced. We didn't even get a chance to finish recording, dude. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, you know, if you want to hear me talk shit, totally unfiltered, because, you know, I got to have a little bit of a filter on these podcasts. So yeah. if you want to hear me completely unfiltered, you know, go ahead and you can catch me on there. But, um, yeah, uh, it's about, uh, it's about uh, all I have for myself. Yeah. Uh, join us next week where we actually do episode recaps of the summer animes going forward. Uh, we just want to give you our thoughts on what we have seen so far. And then uh, we're going to review, along with you, B-Star Season 2. And Stranger on the Shore from the Funimation movie. And we'll definitely check out that uh, Netflix anime movie to talk about that. Uh, definitely a lot to talk about, more news. And please, if you have any questions, send them to the Eat the Cake anime group. We'll answer some questions. We need to get started on that somehow. Yeah, but, yep, uh, yep. but yeah, uh, until next time, arigato, anato ofaku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan! Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends, too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra $10 off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles. 10 off 25 offer valid May 27th through 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Streaming only on Peacock. John Wayne Gacy killed 32. Straight from the killer's mouth. They want you to believe that I alone committed these murders. The new gripping six-part documentary series, John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock.